searching for knowledge, I've been looking for peace. But when I find truth, I seem lost in these beats. These government spies keep telling us lies, trying to suppress the truth and cover our eyes. Mind over mind, I looked at the system and made that divide. Now I am the God, guided by others from the path of the sheep. Running with wolves, now let this wolf speak. Thank God it's all trapped, and that is a fact. They know what we doing with a touch screen of map. They poison our food that we feed to a seeds, destroying the world all over greed. They take what we need and then they sell it all back. Cause they cause all these droughts and the prices get jacked. But then they say, go ahead and buy the new hat. It's control at its worst, but we let them do that. Someone please tell me why I waited so long I have been searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away Take me away from it all Someone please tell me why I waited so long I have been searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away, take me away from it all They poison the water for poison and lights they poison your child, they poison your wife, they poison your parents, they poison your friends. This shit is real, no need to pretend. Infect us with drugs that never get tested. We are the trial, easy selection. They put out a scan and we there the next day. Genetics is gone and they wanna play. This may be the matrix, but one at a time. We open up eyes and dropping these our kids to be part of this system So I'm sending this out I hope that you listen Knowledge is power no matter the place You the mass genocide that they claim in his case All over the globe This be the case With a push of a button They have you erased Can someone please tell me why I waited so long I am searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away Take me away from it all In brief, the leader of Iran's Islamic Revolution, Ayatollah Said Ali Khamenei, says American officials are lying when they say they're not seeking regime change in Iran. Ayatollah Khamenei said the U.S. will not hesitate if it's able to do so. He said that compromise with arrogant powers will lead to nowhere. Iran and the International Atomic Energy Agency hold a new round of talks aimed at setting a framework for future cooperation. The IAEA's assessments of progress and the scope of further cooperation will top the agenda of the one-day meeting in Tehran.
militant groups are reportedly flooding a Palestinian refugee camp in Lebanon with plans for terrorist attacks. According to a Lebanese security report, militants from Chechnya, Egypt, Tunisia and Syria have been flocking to the Ain al-Hilwa refugee camp since last month. They've reportedly joined the terrorist group, the Abdullah Azam Brigades. Amnesty International has called on the military-installed government in Egypt to stop its crackdown on dissent and immediately release detained female protesters. The rights group says authorities should drop all charges against three women who were arrested during a protest last November. It calls the charges fabricated. The UN is expected to deliver food and medicine to the Syrian city of Homs in a relief operation agreed between the world body and Damascus. The aid convoys are due to enter Homs on the second day of a three-day ceasefire between the Syrian government and the foreign-backed opposition. The daughter of Spain's king has arrived in court over financial corruption allegations. Princess Christina is accused of tax fraud and money laundering. She's accused of being complicit in the business dealings of her husband. The two are alleged to have defrauded regional governments of millions of euros of public money. The UN says the number of children killed and wounded in the US-led war on Afghanistan jumped by 34% in 2013. A UN report says nearly 3,000 civilians, including 560 children, were killed in Afghanistan last year. Close to 6,000 other children were injured. The French comedian says Paris violates freedom of speech. Diodone Mbala Mbala has been accused of making racist and anti-Semitic remarks. He says the, quote, Zionist lobby of France wants to discourage people who are critical of Israel's policies. A French appeals court has upheld a ban on his performances. We all live in different realities, there's no doubt about that. They're trying to form a one unified reality, but as we start to look towards what we're trying to actually get to, and that is liberty, freedom, justice for all, um, which is a global cry, we are now knowing it within from all the internet realms that this is a global cry. It doesn't matter if you're in the Netherlands, in Africa, in uh, Peru, or wherever, we're all saying the same thing all over the globe. All over the globe. And so you can't reject anything that comes your way. The universe is trying to speak to you and give you what you need, but you're rejecting it because you think you know what you deserve and what you need which has all been conditioned and programmed by our culture creators, such as Walt Disney, Monsanto, and everyone else. So the answer to our problem is actually invisible, and it is called synchronicity, but it's an answer that no one can show you. No one can show you. And so now we're asking humanity to have faith in humanity when the Dark Brotherhood is making it so impossible to do so. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our fault. So we need to find that faith in humanity. Because listen to all these people that have come out here. Every single one of them. A loving, caring, nurturing being that just wants to uplift humanity. Well, that's the majority. Well, that's the majority. Well, that's the majority. The 
television's telling you the total opposite. Fear those people in a van. Fear, don't go outside. You know, you don't want to be meeting around with people. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And the synchronicities will start to unfold, and then you'll actually believe in miracles. Anything that comes your way, go with it and and do it to your fullest. You know that's my message to the world because it'll guide you to your soul's purpose. And if you let your light shine, you know to your fullest, when something comes your way, then it'll magnify and become even more than you ever anticipated. And the best thing is, is that everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it. Everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it. Everything's better. I know that's a, a hard message to sell when the BP oil spill, with the uh, volcanoes, with the corruption, with everything that's going down, the police state, you know, all of it. It's hard to tell people to regain their faith in humanity, to forgive the anger that you have for these people that have, have trespassed on you, and to just start seeking the new existence. But we have to. That's what we have to do. We're the voice now. We're the voice now. We're the voice now. What's up, man? This is Adam from Reveling. You're listening to the first 52.
Are you ready for this? Cause it's the first 52 Listen up if you wanna survive the ride Tune in the truth might change your life The simple power of truth One word rock the nation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 Saturday night conspiracy facts It's the first 52 with your host Sean Raz The simple power of truth Join the conversation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 The VIC's in charge Time to listen up Real talk mixed with music Meant to wake you it's up the simple power of truth Join the conversation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 That's your opinion Bring your facts to Dave He packs the pain For Toad Jones' name It's the simple power of truth Join the conversation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 Uncensored, uncut, and live Truth talk with guests That might help you survive It's the simple power of truth Join the conversation See through the lies of the manipulation First 52, listen up if you want to survive the ride. Tune in, the truth might save your life. The simple power of truth. One word, rock the nation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. That's right, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, it's first 52 live on RazRadioLive.com. Hope you guys are ready for a super exciting night. We've got a lot of things going on. Um, man, it's just going to be uh, way intense tonight. So I hope you are absolutely ready. In studio, I've got a fully loaded studio here uh, floating in the background behind me. Uh, first off, of course, is my lovely wife, Lexi. How you doing, honey? Good evening. Good. Yeah, that's very good. Very, very good. Very good. Everybody's a little, uh, little fired up tonight. Uh, this is February 8th. Of course, next to that would be Mr. Porto Jones. Long one. There you are. What's up? What's up? And Ben, how you doing, brother? Ben Ferris in the studio. Yo, what's up? Great to be here. Right now, we're going to fuck shit up, and I know my boy, Adam Armstrong, is here in town, and nobody supports Rebel Inc. like I do. God yeah. damn it! That's right. Hey, and then, of course, we're going to go right into our interview, because uh, like I said, it's a tight, busy night tonight. We've got N.A. Poe coming up at 10 o'clock. But right now... We got Mr. Adam Armstrong from Rebel Inc. How you doing, brother? Good. What's happening, everybody? Hey, we're having a good old time, man. Uh, nice to hear you again. I haven't talked to you for, hell, some time now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, you know, uh, our paths get busy sometimes, man, but we make sure that they always come back around. Yeah, that is so true, isn't it, though? Uh, so you guys have been super busy from what I've been hearing. Uh, I see all these posts of uh, in-studio and... Like you're uh, you're starting maybe to get some new music coming out to us. Is that a possibility? Yep. Yeah, and it's a uh, you know I mean we released the last album soundtrack to the revolution. I mean in in November of 2012. You know, so 2012 sounds old already, but it was at the end of the year. You know, so the album's really just been out for not even a full year and a half yet. You know, but right. uh, we're we're fortunate to have a lot of hardcore fans that just put the put our CDs in and just jam the crap out of them for days on end or weeks on end and they're like all right we want more music man we're ready for new music we're like send that shit yeah. Yo, so, <laughs> so so adam uh, adam, you know, we, adam bro it's a ferris so i'm just saying as fans like we heard take me away right in the middle of all that stuff right before you guys did anarchy in the uk and you guys were really taken off i mean i can only speak from people that know you and and kevin and all those guys like just good dudes hanging out in the studio Take me away. Don't you think that's like your that is kind of your stepping stone right now to where you guys are going? I mean, you you are just you keep pushing the envelope. Your sound is clean, and 
we all love you, bro. I mean, wh- where are you guys going? What's going on? <laughs> We're not there yet. Relax. Take a breather. <laughs> Ben's a little that's, fired that's up. Cool, though. That's cool, man. I, I, that's cool, dude. I appreciate it, man. Like, I, I think... I think sonically, as far as like the recording capabilities that we have um, to our disposal, that the that the music itself is sounding better and better. Um, I think that we're getting, you know, I think we're kind of continuing with the same chemistry of the songwriting as far as uh, we haven't changed too much in that category. You know, we still kind of break down songs all the way to the T, and then we, you know we rehearse the shit out of them, man, until until they're ready to play live, and then we start playing them live usually like well before we record them. You know, because we got these emotions in us, and it's like it's, we're feeling them. Like let's let's play this live, and let's see what people think about it. And "Take Me Away" was you know just another one of those songs that we started playing it well live, and you know now we're in the studio trying to hammer that thing out and, and get it out to people. Well, as awesome as I think that is, I think that wearing a a dangerous conversation shirt was pretty awesome too. But <laughs> just saying, but you guys just really goddamn rocked it. And I'll tell you, Tink got time to fucking bleed. All I want to do is watch you guys rock out because I feel like you got this new funk and this real groove, and I feel like you're just grabbing, like, the energy about everybody in this country right now that's fucking pissed off and can't fucking take it anymore, and I think you guys stand for us, and I think you guys, why not you, man? We're looking at you. We want you to fucking carry us on, man. Just fucking take that message and rock it. Well, you know, it's a, a lot of that message has to get spread through just, you know, your ordinary people as well, you know. So we're uh, we're frontliners in the sense of, you know, we're going into all these towns that we've never been into before, uh, you know, meeting all these new people. Sometimes it's, you know, playing in front of, you know, 20 people. Sometimes it's playing in front of 200 people. Sometimes it's playing in front of 4,000 people, you know, and we get to play with, like, Chevelle and stuff like that. Um, but it's, it's great because it's, it's front lines in the sense of we smack people right in the face, uh, with powerful music and we smack them right in the face with powerful songs and lyrics uh, and we put on a you know a, a powerful performance you know it's 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 the passion it's what we love to do it's what we believe in uh, you know so when you see us live like you're you're not getting Rebel Link at 50 percent you know like you're getting you're getting everything we got that night no matter what's in the tank you know so uh, we're, we're smacking people in the face we're, we're starting conversations up with strangers and and inspiring those people to strike up conversations, you know, about important issues and not just the country, but the world uh, to other strangers as well. So um, I think ultimately we're, we're just kind of part of this big cycle that's bigger than any of the individuals of the band that's actually bigger than the band itself. Uh, it's this idea that's just this great idea that a lot of us share. You, you, guys, have always, you guys have always talked about that. I mean, I remember, unfortunately, I've never got to see you play live yet. I still have not seen you guys play live. Um, I've met you, we've hung out in studio together, but I've never seen yep. you guys live. But the, the greatest thing is my wife can back me up on this one. And it's, it's really, uh, it's funny to see, but our son, as soon as we hit the car, his first words, dad, can you put revolution song on? Can you put the revolution song on? And he ha- uh, ha- uh, hinders me until I put it on or hampers me until I put it on. Uh, it's just crazy. <laughs> and then he sits back there and he wants to, he listens to all your songs. Justice is one of his favorites. And he'll sing them, but when he gets to the bad words, he knows he doesn't sing them. He just stops, and then he continues on with the song. You know, it's it's really you know, amazing. You know to what's see. crazy, Raz? Is uh, I got a, I got a good friend back in uh, back in Detroit area. Um, who's got a, a younger son, teenage son, and he told me the same exact thing. He's like, my son loves your music, and it's, it, he's like, it's crazy because he knows like the respect of the house 
you know, like my house or whatever. Like he's not, he just skips over the cuss words. Yep, exactly. I you mean, know, they I'm know. Like, I'm like, I'm like, you know, it's just, it, but it's just strange to me because it's like, you know, it's he must. His dad is also a fan, you know, which makes which makes a huge difference. Which you would think almost as a son sometimes, like, well, hey, my dad's a fan of this too, so maybe I can get away with saying it. But <laughs> the kid, the kid didn't think about that, you know. The kid, the kid was just thinking about like, I'm gonna, you know, respect my respect the rules of the house, and that's that I'm I'm not saying these words. It's but nice that it touches know, them. You know, they leave, they leave the house and maybe they drop those. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine doesn't. Mine's only five. So my my five year old we're talking about here. So I mean, that's how much into it he is. Yeah, but, but you know what? I mean, there's a reason why Jim Florentine thinks you guys are fucking awesome. Adam. I mean, honestly. I remember I, the day. I remember I mean, the day Rick yeah. dropped that on him. I, he was in studio with Shannon Burke, and Rick played Rebel Inc. on purpose as a break song. Right. And when they came back, yep. you know, when they came out, they started talking about it. He played another one, and, and uh, it really uh, that helped out a lot, I'd have to guess. Oh, I have to agree. I mean, Rick can only tap. So many strippers on the ass. I mean, at some point, there has to be some substance. And you know what that substance is? It's Rebel Inc. That's yeah, it what is. It is. <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's crazy, man, because, like, I remember I, – we remember getting an order from a James Florentine out of New Jersey, you know, and we were laughing, like, hey, what if that was Jim Florentine, you know? Like, we're just like, whatever. It's just coincidence, you know? And then I ended, we ended up talking to uh, – to Rick or to Jim or whatever it was. I think we talked to Jim first and he's like, yeah, I came across you guys from, uh, from, uh, the Bubba radio. You know, I was like, no way, dude. Like, <laughs> and then I talked to Rick Jasimski. He's like, yeah, put on, you know, put the song. I was like, dude, that's, that's a game changer right there, man. You know? And, but that's what, that's what we're grateful for, you know, for people that believe in the band, believe in the music, believe in us as people enough to, to want to do that, you know, I mean, speaking of believing in the band, Adam, speaking of believing in the band, I've got seven CDs sitting here that uh, trucker Mike got to us to do his giveaways tonight. Yep. Um, Oh, awesome. Awesome. I I got some ideas, but do you have a suggestion on how you'd like me to give a couple away? Maybe let's say two are going to be given away in the order that you call for it to be. So what do you think? How could how should we do that for two CDs? You want to give them away in call order? Well, yes. we can we can either. I figured I'd do some Make calls later on. We can do maybe have the next two callers, um, or maybe there's another thing that you would prefer to do. Is there a certain maybe a question period, or how would you like to give some CDs away? Tweet them out. Tweet them out. We're gonna do that. Too. Like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Tweet. Right, let's let's do some tweet stuff. Yeah, because we know we're 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 new on the tweet scene for the most part. You know, so we could use some more flatters. Oh, yeah. All right, so you want it at oh, Rebel Inc. Music? Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I just the other day, you know, Janice Landing in St. Petersburg. You know, yes. Jan, oh right? well, uh, who happens to be the vice president of operations? Spice. Um, okay. But they had Janice Landing had put out, "Who do you want to see?" And I read fifty things, and I put Rebel Inc. Right. Yep. I, I tagged them. Uh, so how about we make it so that people tag? Can we do that? Where they can tag Janice Landing in St. Petersburg for Rebel hashtag Inc? Janice well, why Landing, not? and then yeah. hashtag you know Raz Radio. Or Let's whatever. do this. We'll do uh, hashtag at Sean Raz at Rebel Inc Music, um, Janice Landing, and I'll go through. I, and the first two, oh, we'll, I'll get in touch with you, and we'll uh, we'll I, get you then yeah. two CDs. I think the uh, and the, the stickers. Think, I think the Twitter name for Janice Landing is actually Janice Live because it, it changed. It is Janice Live. Janice Live, right? All right, Janice. J A N S Janice Live. J A N S N N I S live. Well, he, here's the thing: we're talking about venues, and we have Adam fucking Armstrong yeah. on the line. Adam, have you guys thought about Ocala or what? Yeah, let's, let's, go, same, in yeah. let's go in your move. Let's go in your move. That's the same 
Center real fast. The city is Bubba but Raceway Park. If I don't it. ask you about the move soon, Ferris is going to blow his top. His, <laughs> his, his head's going to pop off. And he's going to, like, twitch around like a chicken with his head cut off because he just wants to know what's going on with the move. Where are you guys really? Like, I I know you put out uh, Ocala, Tallahassee, and I forget the third place that you were thinking. Uh, It's, uh, like, uh, Eastern Panhandle, West Virginia. Mountain Mama, take me home where I belong. There's a a couple reasons for all of them, really, man. I mean, um, We've been in Baltimore now for, you know, for six years uh, trying to earn our stripes here. And we've built a pretty good following. And, and again, you know, none of us are from this city. So to build a following like we have to the size that we have and uh, to not be from here just kind of shows the talent of the band and our work ethic. Uh, And we've taken all that on the road, as you guys know. We've been all over the Northeast uh, quite a bit. Um, We've been down south a couple times, but not really enough to – to grow our fan base the way that we really need to in the Southeast, uh, and not just the Southeast, but I mean, uh, you know, living in like Northern Florida, uh, getting across to, to Southwest is a lot easier, like over to Texas, going through Alabama and Georgia and everything. Right. Um, but it's just spaces that we, that we need to get to. Um, but it's a toss up between everything because obviously like we're, we're still, you know, this independent band. So we depend on other people. Like we depend on jobs to make everything happen. Um, and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, there's a lot to do to, you know, to work into this move. And, you know, we have a lot of support in not only Ocala, but, you know, Tampa, Jacksonville, Tallahassee, um, and, and some other areas where we might be able to, you know, have some people that'll be able to hook us up with even, you know, a decent job or whatever. And we can find a decent place to live where we can, we can have our rehearsals right there in the home. Like right now we all live separate. So our rent is just, a ton, and then we also rent out a practice facility so we can rehearse and write, um, which just adds to the expense of that money could be going into touring or recording more um, versus, you know, paying this astronomical rent fee. <laughs> yeah, know? well, the cost so, of living so much uh, lower. We, we got a lot of people that we, we got a lot of supporters in West Virginia, virtually everywhere. Uh, we got a lot of supporters in Florida, so it's just kind of like wherever we can <laughs> get the break first is going to really reflect on what we choose you know right right i mean I, i've seen you reaching out and asking you know anybody who's got job lineups or could help us find jobs or anything like that in those specific areas or even anywhere i guess in that region i mean if, if we if i could find you would get all a job down here i'm sure you'd move down to where i'm at <laughs> you know yeah but here's the deal with okay oh, yeah, Ocala, he's in centrally located because right. it's an hour and a half to Jacksonville. It's an hour and a half down to Tampa. Ocala, it, well, how far away is it from Gainesville, which is a college town? Yeah, and it's not far from Miami yeah. either. O- Ocala's really. a winner because we'd all get your back, and we all right. have Bubba on radio contacts, and yep. Bubba would get your back. It, I think it would, right here. I think it would be great to, if they did like a show every Saturday night at Bubba Raceway Park. Yeah, you know? and if we did that on Raz Radio Live, just saying, we yeah. would all be happy. Maybe a little bit of work there. Um, all right, so <laughs> we got the regions that you're looking at here, uh, and, and basically it's all about yeah. getting established and, Adam, and ready Adam, to go. Adam, stop tracing your penis in the studio. I saw that goddamn Facebook picture. Goddamn you. That was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boredom in the studio. That's right. The, the, I did see that picture too. Stop tracing your balls. <laughs> My balls wouldn't fit on the paper. <laughs> That's funny. That's what Kevin said, except the opposite. <laughs> God. All right. Anyway, All right, so, n- now so, the debauchery is going on uh, when, early in the evening. When do you think the new album is going to come out? 
I don't know. I don't know that question, man. Um, we haven't really decided on whether or not we're going to do a full album or if we're going to do another EP uh, or what we're going to do. You know, um, the last album we recorded over a, a three and a half, four year period of you know we were touring pretty heavily. We'd go into the studio, get one or two songs done here, one or two songs done there, and then eventually we had enough to where we could say, hey, like, let's put together a full album with this. You know, I mean. We weren't like in the studio writing an album for a year or whatever, trying to put it out. You know, it's it was very divided. Um, but you can't really tell all that listening to that to the last CD soundtrack to the Revolution. But so we're thinking there, you know, maybe we'll do a short EP. Maybe we'll just release a couple singles. Um, we're not 100 percent positive. We just know that this music like needs to get out there as as close to now as possible. But we got to do it the right way as well, you know. Yeah, so, I, I think really you guys are one of, up in the air. You guys are really one of the best bands out there. No doubt. Um, as, as I don't, I don't listen to any terrestrial music at all. I mean, we hit the car. My my phone is connected, and we listen to you know the music I have on there. Payday, you, you know, Heist Click. Yeah, but what about political animals? I mean, political animals. They're awesome. They yeah, there are some good, really there are great few and far between out. out there. There's no. very few and far between. Yeah, but they just put out a couple of awesome songs. I yeah, mean, no, I have their stuff too. Mike. Yeah. I mean, are, are you guys like actively touring with them, Adam? Or like, I mean, I know you guys are close. Do you actually like plan tours with them or what? Uh, we we've we've hosted them in Baltimore before, and uh, they've hosted us up in Connecticut before. So we've shared some shows. Um, but they're definitely good friends of ours, and even when we didn't play with them in Baltimore, they came through on a tour uh, that we couldn't be a part of. And uh, you know, we went out to support them. We grabbed some people that uh, that saw them when we when they uh, played with us um, that loved them. Like when they played with us, they sold out all like all their stuff <laughs> yeah. because like I mean they're they're a bad they're a badass band and they're a great fit with us. Um, but as far as like you know planning tours together, like everybody's got different schedules. You know, those guys got to. Those guys got to work jobs too here and there, and then go out on tour, and then come back and work jobs, and then go out on tour and stuff like that. So, trying to get everything lined up is difficult to do, and it's also hard to put you know two traveling bands together when they're independent, uh, traveling around the country, just because you need people in the house, you need people in whatever venue you're going to, and the majority of those people that are going to be at a venue that you're at on the road uh, are going to be there for the local bands. Uh, not your band, you know, so you need to kind of get nestled in between some there where you're going to get some exposure to these new people. Uh, and, you know, you, you, you put two out of, out of state bands or whatever, you know, on, on one build and, you know, most of those people aren't coming there to see them. They're going to get surprised maybe when they see them. Uh, but you really depend on local acts and to travel independently as a, as a duo can be very expensive. Yeah. yeah that's amazing. And all, yeah. You know why? Cause Satorius. I mean, come on, that guy's awesome, right? He's awesome, dude. I mean, yeah, he's he's, he's an amazing talent, man. Is that whole band? That yeah. whole band is. Is there anybody that you can think of that you've come across recently um, that are maybe new and up and coming that we haven't heard yet that maybe uh, you'd want to mention or or think about? Well, I don't know if you guys. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever listened to uh, Ryan Harvey. Um, Ryan Harvey is a folk singer. And uh, we met him uh, on the Iraq Veterans Against War Base Tour in 2008. He's also out of Baltimore, uh, has another project called Riot Folk. Uh, but, again, it's folk music, man. But this kid, this kid is awesome. He's got a great voice. He's passionate as hell. Um, the things that he sings about, like, his, dude, his lyrics, like, I, I look up to him like crazy because it's just like, how do, 
how do you come up with some of this just awesome stuff, you know? Mm. And uh, the, the kid's pretty brilliant, man. You know, quit quit school when he was young because he knew he was getting brainwashed and just kind of started doing his own thing, tours Europe and all kinds of stuff, man. But uh, nice. You know, it's, I know. You know, when you think about like Rebel Inc. and then you think about political animals and then you think about folk music, it's totally opposite end of the spectrum. But uh, I think I think when you're playing this type of music, whether you want to call it liberty music, truth truth music, or whatever you want to call it, revolution music, that there can be inspiration found in anything. And folk music is is something where I mean, you have a guitar pretty much, and then this dude that's just you know belting his heart out. Right. Um, definitely a big big fan of his music for sure. Nice. All right, we'll have to check him out. I don't know if I've heard. I I might have heard him and don't even realize it. You know, uh, a lot of what I have is even where I found you guys was through uh, Polygraph when that used to be the streaming station that played all the music. I don't know if you even remember them. They might have just played your music and you even know. Um, but oh, I remember them. All right. <laughs> I didn't know if you were part of that because you know I'm friends. That doesn't with, sound good. No, I'm friends <laughs> with Frank Castle too. And he, he he had you guys met through you you and Frank met through them, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, we uh we met we met through them. Yep, yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I got started. Needless, yeah, needless right. to say that us and Ice Click are still pretty cool, and I'm not so sure about Polygraph. Yeah, yeah. well they they, they they played they played Anarchy and NYC together, which thankfully I was a part of. Uh, yeah, and it was for you. Well, you know, somebody's got to be able to somebody's do that. Somebody's got to fly up to New York and watch these guys. <laughs> Look, I, I tell you what, man. What's crazy? What's crazy is, you know, Anarchy in New York City was was an awesome event. Um, I think a lot of these liberty uh, events can be awesome events, but a lot of it seems to be centered more around speaking, yeah, um, yeah. and like flyering and yeah. propaganda as opposed to getting people together for proper discussion um, or, or or doing it through art. You know, I think I think reaching people through an artistic means. Um, is equal to or greater than standing at any podium and just listening to people speak forever. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that that shouldn't be incorporated because Dude, of no, no, educating no. people you, on every front. Yeah. You're not wrong. I, no, I, you're I, not I, wrong. I, 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 hold on, I was I was there. I had to deal with six fucking hours of nonstop speak speech to get to you know the music part of it yeah. for a half an hour. Then I forget who was second, and then. Rebel Link at the end, and they were they were basically fucking throwing us out afterwards. Yeah, and uh, I will never go to one of those things again. I, I, I plan on driving back up to see my because I went up there. I flew up there to go bring my son to see you guys. And um, if I drive back up again, I'm stopping off in Baltimore somewhere to see. That is, if you're not living down here, you better then. be in Ocala by that point. <laughs> yeah. If you're in Ocala, I'll be, I'll be giving you a lift and changing your tire. Right, yeah, Ocala, right. I'll, right I'll, I'll be the fucking mechanic. <laughs> right, right. We'll all be up there to, to yeah. support you. We'll be like, Adam, you didn't try enough green peppers tonight. Let's, <laughs> let's shave this off and give you some nice peppering. you got to remember, Adam, you, you got yeah. a very strong following down here Huge. already, yeah. man. And, and everybody, and you know what? Not for nothing, this is not a goddamn joke. Radio IO, like all of the Bubba followers are pretty much like, I fucking love Rebel Inc., yeah. and yeah. that's what I like. Yeah. I mean, everybody's here ready to support you. You do that, I goddamn Guarantee you will kick some asshole in the nuts. Yeah, <laughs> there's Ben for you. Well, I tell you, <laughs> well, it's, uh, like I said, Florida's been on the radar for a long time, it's, and it's and it's a very expensive trip from Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, but now that we've built, we, now that we've built a decent following and a lot of this, not just Baltimore, but throughout Pennsylvania and West Virginia, yeah, uh, and all in- that kind of stuff, it's kind of like we could. If we lived in Florida, we could spend a lot a lot more time now touring into spots of Florida that we've never been to. Um, and then when we come back up to Baltimore and stuff like that, like it'll, 
we'll have enough of a following up here to kind of help pay for that trip where we're not worried about, you know, oh, man, we got to go play a door show where 30 people come yeah. to the show and you yeah. only make like 50 bucks and you spend a grand to yeah. come up. Right. You know, yeah. you spend a thousand dollars to make the trip. Well, you know? that, sounds like Kevin finally took over the finances. I'm <laughs> saying. Kevin's way smarter than you, Adam. Well, <laughs> ben. Goodness gracious. Well, ben. One, Adam knows it's true. Whatever. He fucking thinks. Whatever. One no, thing, I think that's funny, Adam. Come one nice you. thing to think about, though, with Florida, Adam, is uh, you don't have to shovel snow. Well, yeah, I was going to say, we have a lot more um, nice time where, you, where there's fairs and festivals. So when you first get here, there'll always be something to do. Because we have so many like different festivals and fairs and 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 just you know, seafood festivals and boat shows and this and that where they're always looking for entertainment. Sean's looking for a, a soulmate. Well, well, that's a, that's a, that's the thing too. That's kind of scary for a band like us, you know, because we started from nothing here and we really had to kick a lot of ass and rub a lot of elbows and you know just work our ass off to to really get where we are here. And it's like, okay, well. Then you up and move to a new place, and you you really yeah, have to start again. all over with booking agents, promoters, venues, you know. And you know, we moved to town, and you know, it takes forever to get onto a festival or whatever because you know nobody knows who the hell you are right now. Right. You know, it's I mean, as far as as far as promoters go and venues go and stuff like that, like until they have, until they feel like you know this this band's going to be bringing me fifty people or a hundred people or whatever, they're going to stick you on a, a Wednesday or a Thursday night or something and you know, make you earn your stripes all over again. So, um, you know, not, not necessarily that, that that would absolutely be the case, but that's something that you think about, you know, when you're an independent band. It's like you're going to up and move and really have to kind of solidify, you know, plant roots somewhere else again and, and hopefully grow there, you know. Right. Well, it's a struggle with any kind of, of move you're going to do like that, whether you're doing it as a band or as an individual. I mean, that's it, just yep. part of the fear of, of – you know, changing your scenery. Because I remember even myself moving here just as an individual. You're like, oh, where am I going to work? What am I going to do? You know, there's so many different factors to think of. Plus, you're still trying the right music, and you have to think about where else. Because you've been through a lot of my old stomping grounds, um, you know, places that I used to live up when I lived in Pennsylvania and in, in New Jersey. So it's like, man, they're all through there all the time, constantly going through these old places where I used to live near. And I never get to see you. And I still haven't seen you live, man. Just, uh, I, I, dude, <laughs> look, 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 I don't mean to kiss any ass here, but um, yes, listen, he does. listen he likes to, to kiss ass. No, no, me. seriously. Uh, do, guys, I'm 46 fucking years old. I shouldn't be listening to this kind of music. But it, it makes me uh, passionate, and their live show is has to be seen. You have to see them. Right. You think you're they're, they're, it's good listening to their, you know, CD? Right. You can't, it, it's it, no it different. You can't. It pales into comparison to see them live. The energy that Adam puts on and the, the whole band, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, how is your, how is your, um, hey, what, can I speak? In a second. He looked at me really. At, at, how's your, your shows going? Like, <laughs> are you seeing, what, do you see a mix in your crowd or is it all just young people or do, do you see that older crowd in with your guy, with, with your music and, and your shows? I tell you what, man, it, it's crazy actually, because like one, it's women two to one over men. Oh yeah. Um, and and it, and it's and it ranges from from fifteen year old girls or younger even to fifty six year old women, and you know, same with guys, man. I mean, there's there's no. We get videos from people post on our Facebook of you know their four year old jumping up and down to march. Um, you know, we have 65 year old, we have 65 year old Vietnam veterans that come to shows 
send us a message after the show and say, I had to leave after the fourth song. I was so amped up. I was about to have a panic attack. I had to get out of there. <laughs> you know, like you guys are, you know, just telling us like you guys got me moving in four songs. I had to leave or I was going to freak out, <laughs> you know? So it's, uh, we, we, we cover the entire spectrum, you know, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed that when this whole thing started, but now that I've seen it, like, and you know, being, we're very anti-political, anti-oppression, um, and also the, you know, the evolution of the mind and seeking the truth. And I think that those things connect to every single person on the planet, um, which is something I didn't think of before when we started doing this, you know. So I think that we, we really cover a broad spectrum of people. And it's crazy when you just see, you know, any, anybody from a 12-year-old to a 65-year-old person in the crowd with their fist up in the air and a huge smile on their face. Right. You know, or yeah. their, you know, their mouths open while they're screaming, you know, because they're just pumped up and they're down. Um, it's funny because a lot of people will hear our music and be like, man, these guys are so pissed. But then when you see a Rebel Inc. show, like you'll have all these people with fists in the air and a huge smile on their face in the middle of the mosh pit with a huge smile on their face. Because, um, I mean, it's it's always a good time and, you know, we're not there to hurt each other. We're just there to have fun. So, What, what, what in the world right now, as you guys are sitting down and thinking about music, what what is really affecting the most out of out of current events? the way you guys are thinking as you're writing your music? Uh, it's man, it's not really any one thing because there's so much, there's, there, there's literally so much going on. I mean, all the way from the, literally the poisoning of the water and the food to the poisoning of the mind through the education system and the propaganda through the media, um, through all the freaking wars going on all over the world, through the federal reserve and corrupt banking systems throughout the world. Like, it's just like an endless thing, you know. I mean, your your GMO foods and it's 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 constant, you know. So it's it's constantly being fed through you. And to, to be honest, like there's no like a current event as might as well been going on for the last 20 years for me because I'm so in and out of of what's going on. <laughs> you know, it's it's a shitty world with all the things going on. So it's there's plenty to write about. You know, it's just about kind of trying to get them put into the right concept to where people are really gonna hear what you're saying and connect to it versus, you know, change the station or turn it off. Adam, I can't be even more close to, like, I think you guys just really are six months ahead of everything. And I think that everything, no matter what, you look right now, six months from now, you look at whatever's going to piss off somebody, you guys just happen to be that far ahead. And you know what? Let's face it. We can't do anything to make our situation better, really. But... I mean, domestic drones are coming, bro. That's really where we're fucking sitting at right now. And you guys have already touched on a little bit of it, and you're going to keep pushing it, and you're going to say, fuck that shit. These guys are fucking sending drones over our goddamn house. And you guys are the guy saying killing the future. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I know sometimes you guys refer to us as like, oh, you're torch carriers. I mean, we don't, we don't really see it that way. We're just... You know, we're belting out the obvious that people are, are either choosing to overlook uh, and ignore or know what's really going on and just, you know, not wanting to accept it and not doing anything to make a change. I mean, it's we're all part of the same thing, man. I mean, if we're not part of the solution, we're part of the problem. Um, and, again, you know, we fall into that propaganda line of where we're all, we all get turned against each other, whether it's via the color of our skin and the actions of the people around us or – you know, what kind of what kind of money you're making and house that you live in, what part of town that you live in. So not only are you, you know, trying to create this revolution of, of, 
of you know country and world like it's it's individual revolution that all starts in the minds of people um and you know it it all starts right there right in between the ears you have to make a choice and that after you make your choice you actually have to put it into action well i mean i look adam we we've known each other for a couple of years now and i know that you're totally ready to go on pretty much anything and we talk about all that shit and you guys just seem to get you just seem to be goddamn on point, you know, no matter what. And I, I just appreciate the fact that you guys fucking step up all the time. You you and Kevin, like with the words and the goddamn like rhythm, like we're so angry. Like everybody that gets angry just wants to curse and yell and scream. Yet we look at you and then you make that a fucking anthem. You know what I mean? And then now we're like, ah! <laughs> and you guys are like killing the future or, you know, banner. Don't trust your government! Yeah. Hey, you guys, your music so, does really uh, affect people. I mean, it, re it really, really does. I, mean, I just I, want you to take credit. Yeah. Really. Yeah. It's, it's right. amazing it's, how. Enough it, of the ass kissing. Well, no, it, it does, though. It's, it's. It's a lot of the music, yeah. though. It's it's not even just Rival Link to me. Dave, Dave, Dave there's especially a turd. if you shit on the floor, Dave will eat your turn. <laughs> God, <laughs> probably <laughs> right. And that's the thing, you know, to get a to get a guy my age who is as you know as fucking pessimistic as I am to enjoy your music, you know, and it's, your it's, a, turd. it's a feather in your cap. Seriously, and the reason is because it strikes at the chord. Of my of you know my, what I feel, and I think that's that's the success yeah. of your band. And he Can, feels he should eat your shit. <sighs> okay, Ben, back down. <laughs> well, I, I tell you that's what, incredible. man. I, shut uh, his uh, shut his mic I'm, off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're gonna show you. You know, so first. we're myself and the guys are definitely all honored. You know that you guys feel that way, man. I mean, um, to have to have your guys' support and uh, just to hear those words is awesome, and it's always fuel for the fire, man. Because you know, every once in a while, it's just. You know, we're we're normal dudes too. You know, we have on days and off days. Days where we're pissed off and negative, and then days where we're real uplifted and positive. You know, so we're we're human beings too, man. You know, and uh, anytime anybody's got something good to say, I mean, it's it's strange because we're we're very we're very grounded people. You know, and we're not rock stars, and we're not seeking the fortune and fame. We're you know we're seeking to make the difference, and uh, you know to hear that like we. We know that we're making a difference now, you know, and it's and everybody counts. So it's one by one, and you know, hopefully at the end of this, we'll be you know inspiring current generations, generations of past, and generations of the future. Nice. What's uh What's the next plans? What's your next big events going on? Um, you know, something that really you know, stands out to you, something that that you really want to make sure you get a lot of people to. I'm sure you want a lot of people to all your stuff. What's the next big thing you're really looking forward to? The next big thing I'm looking forward to is moving. <laughs> well, we, we hope it's Ocala. I mean, we, we uh, you know, we're working on these, we're working on these two songs, trying to get these done. You know, so we're really focused on that. Uh, we got a show in Baltimore out here, February 22nd at Power Plant Live, uh, right in downtown Baltimore. Um, we haven't really scheduled anything outside of that at this point. You know, due to the moving situation, that uh, you know, we're kind of pressed for time to make the decision over the next two months or so here. Uh, so we got a lot of work to do in that area, and it's kind of hard to, you know, be working the day jobs and touring and, you know, hustling to find a, a place that you're going to call home for the next year or two or three or four or whatever. So um, I think, you know, the biggest thing on the mind right now is these two songs 
and uh, really trying to figure out where we're going to be planting our uh, planting our roots at again. So, well, we're we're putting a vote in for uh, Ocala at the least. I mean, that's still two hours from me, but I'll be able to better chance of getting to see you at <laughs> least. <laughs> right, I think if you do come well, here, you, know, you at least you at least sell out one show because <laughs> we'll all come up and see it. <laughs> Well, that'd be cool. That'd be damn cool, man. I mean, it's it's to have, to have your name attached to a sold out show at, at pretty much any place is always cool, you know. I mean, that's how that's how the ripple effect starts right there, mm-hmm. you know, because you know somebody walks by that bar or that venue and sees it packed and sees Rebel Links playing it, then that's a spark in their mind for the future, you know. And at the same time, too, for that venue or promoter, you know, wow, this Rebel Link band is sold out a show, like. They're going to talk to other promoters and other venues about the band, and you know that's 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 how the ripple effect starts right there. Yeah, man, that is how it grows really quick. I mean, we, like I said, that we've seen how quick in our area just from getting involved with DC, uh, how well you grew in this area because of you know the, the tightness of the people in that group. It's not so much the tightness; it's the quality music. I got to say that because you guys play whatever you know half ninety percent of the shit that you guys play, I don't like. Uh, Who but, guys? I'm not. I'm not a fan of some of the stuff you and Ledge and oh, whatever well, okay. play. I mean, I, I love. Of course, I love Heist Click, um, uh, but you know, I'm I'm an old fart. Well, you know that, right? So it's hard for me to that. like new music, and it's easy to like Rebel Link. And I, all right, I'm done with the ass kissing. All right, <laughs> I, well, is that count number five or six, yeah, Adam? That sorry. he said that to you. Sorry, think? man. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, people want to order well, your. Well, cool, that's cool, dude. At least I don't. At least I know I don't have to buy toilet paper for the next day. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't that the truth. Don't man. go that far, man. <laughs> I love you, brother. I love you. Love you too, man. So you don't get very many Saturdays off. So I appreciate you taking you know an hour of your Saturday night to to spend with our uh, dumbasses over here. Oh, dude, I'm 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 thankful to be on, man. I appreciate you having me, dude. What's kind of, what uh what song do you think we should go out with tonight? Out of the interview here tonight. You know what? I haven't you know, I haven't even we haven't even practiced this song in forever, but um I love dude, I love I love Justice, man. Justice? That's actually one yeah, of my it's, son's it's, favorites. Uh, it's one of those ones where it's just like I wanna sometimes it makes me just wanna scream until my head explodes. Nice. All right, uh, let's go over your <laughs> website. <laughs> Scream until my head explodes. No, I actually, I turned that one off the other day, and my son's like, put that back on. I was listening to that one. <laughs> um, and again, this is a five-year-old I'm talking about. Uh, where if People want to get That's merchandise. Per, people want to get merchandise. They want to follow you on Twitter, Facebook. Why don't you give me all that stuff there so we can get that out for you? Well, the, uh, the best place for everything is rebelinkmusic.com. That's rebelincmusic.com. It's got links to our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, to iTunes. Um, you can also download the music right there off our website. You can, uh, you can order CDs, stickers, uh, t-shirts. We got hooded sweatshirts, zip-ups, and pullovers. Uh, of course we got the albums and we got like autograph packs and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, and all that stuff gets shipped out right from us. Yeah, you yeah. know, so you order something from our, from our website, like it's, it's getting packaged up by us. Uh, and we're taking care of all that kind of all that kind of shit. So yeah, you guys have always uh, been hands it truly on. Independent. What's that? I said you guys have always been hands on with everything. You've always done it all yourself. You've never really hired anybody. You know, you just got hands on and and you touch everything, and get to people. 
Well, it's, uh, we try to, man. I mean, like, that's, that's one of our favorite things about being on the road, you know, is we get to meet, you know, the people from all over the country, man. And, uh, you know, people are different across the street, let alone across the state line. So it's, uh, it's just awesome to get out there and meet people, you know, uh, new faces, new minds and all that kind of shit. And, uh, we like to be connected. We do, we don't ever want to lose touch with, with that, you know. I mean, I don't, I don't care how bad, how big the band ever gets. Uh, just to be connected to people in that way is, uh, is very meaningful to us. Yeah, because you do make good good connections with everybody. I mean, we've always enjoyed it. You, you see it wherever you go. Um, all right, brother, we're gonna we're gonna go off to a break here. I want to thank you again for joining us tonight. Um, you know, good luck and everything. And I, I really do hope you come down to the Florida area, man, because I'd love to finally get to see you live. Well, I appreciate everything, man. If uh, and if any of you guys come across anything as far as uh, uh, rental homes or any of that kind of stuff, you know, just hit me up and send me a message. Uh, let me know what's up, and uh, we'll start looking into it, you know, or anything with uh, the job market. And uh, like I said, you just we never know how things are going to work out. But uh, to all the RazRadioLive.com listeners, man, uh, make sure you guys stick around because uh, NA Poe is coming up, uh, and I know it's going to be a great interview. So Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to him. He's uh, I've never got to talk to him personally, so it's going to be an interesting interview. I know he's got a lot of things to say. Um, you know, we got a lot of things to talk about. So, all right, brother, well, you have a good night, and I appreciate it again. Uh you know, you need anything, you let us know. We'll do anything we can to help you. You got it, man. Lots of love, Raz. Lots of love, fellas. You guys be safe. All right. Peace out, man. I love you. Love you too, man. Peace.
How the good things in life don't last It's called the slow creep Through socialistic views You political fools They're gonna rob your shoes well, Let's make freedom hot Mr. Conspiracy's back That's why I'm swinging my sounds On these liberty tracks So don't hold me back Cause that's how I roll When I return to heist The mass system of control Cause they poison your health To make you accept the lies So I point it out Before the masses die Why? With heist click, there ain't no stopping shit is popping like Mr. Wiggles. We torture genocide rappers for shits and giggles. I got a ride to blind you, and I will play God to the Stunad who signed you. I am obliged to provide the spine to switch all your jellyfish. Don't try to hide, we'll find you. And when we do, don't act like a palamon. I'm just doing my job. Christmas Day or Valentine, I brand your motherfucking forehead with a dollar sign. Hands off Iran, liberty for Palestine. Take back what's all, no need for us to buy it. Read the blueprints, now we gotta 
redesigning it to force up these tyrants Saying that it's treason I'm in the free speech Give me another reason I need something to believe in Cause they took it all the way Come down the masses We believe what they say My man understand It's all part of the plan These corporations rule them With the village of the dam Send out the word To each and every land That I occupy the world With the mic in my hand Hey, this is Jack Blood, your radio gun from DeadlineLive.info and the Jack Blood Show. You're listening to the first 52 with Sean, Raz Radio Live. Stay bold. Gemini, Zadok Melchizedek, speeches beyond Atticus. We've come to give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. A swift kick to his iron jaw, followed by a fast fist flick from a lion paw. As a thief, as a thief in the night, night. For profit, you often don't got a pot to piss in. The post-apocalyptic lost scripts of a Gnostic Christian. A linguistic key mystic assisted on a cockpit mission. With magicians equipped with cryptic vision, so stop quick and listen. Use the Kleenex that's given to see that the Phoenix is risen. Church's penis driven, while worshiping Venus is forbidden. Some see the world that we live in, but for others the key is more hidden. As history gets rewritten, Babylon inherits the mystery of Britain. A great harlot, deceiving what we more webs in Charlotte. Telling white lies to nice guys as nice guys become scarlet. A vegetarian, trapped in the heart of the meat market. How dare you wipe your feet on the carpet when the sheep are my target. Creeping deep from a tar pit. Part of a bizarre skit These dark kings trying to start things Pulling more strings than a guitar pick No smoke or mirrors Or any exploding cigar trick Revoke my peers to do what we're told We come this we'll coming like Thieves in the night Who believe in the light Thieves in the night Speaking what's coming like, like Thieves in the night Who come to even the fight Thieves in the night Never leave in the coming like Thieves in the night Who believe in the light Thieves in the night Speaking what's coming like Thieves in the night Who come to even the fight Thieves in the night Never leave in the fight You need for the divine virgin to be inspired to learn a degree material currencies illusory of alchemy look inwardly and outwardly within without a world below my ganga in me mounted ear cleansing me from head to toe mouthpiece and nemesis in this laboratory delusion since the reptilian genesis the authors of illusion church offering solutions in the brainwash institution drink the blood of a holy communion and be born in confusion yo roll the rock away I say wake up from your sleeping benedict does the sewing well satan does the reaping now and I've been keeping tabs on them illuminati nazis china's freemasons and the zionist paparazzi so if you hear the click and clack of a clock and Somebody pop me like Tupac and Marisha Boy, you know who shot me. Behold, I come as a thief, as a thief in the night. With no need for jewels or gold rings, or trying to act like a king. Cause life's worth more than material things, though many don't know, so I sing. Bringing the tables another fable of when you didn't see what was capable of greedy minds. Who seek to own and control everything that they can, including owning your soul. It's like they're possessed with nobody to put a stop to. Till heaven sent for my remembrance to know what's true from false. So instead of speculation, I steal back the minds lost in manipulation To what's reality, like modern-day slaves incarceration Of a mentality under the legislation of sinister ministers Who act worse than a fiend and claim to them we threaten the American dream Behold, I come as a thief, as a thief in the night We're coming like thieves in the night who believe in the light 
thieves in the night. Speaking what's coming like thieves in the night. Who come to Eve in the fight? Thieves in the night. Never leave in the woman like thieves in the night. Who believe in the light? Thieves in the night. Speaking what's coming like thieves in the night. Who come to Eve in the fight? Thieves in the night. Never leave in the fight. These times are like the days of Noah. Some be fiending for change and penance, acting like one of Cain's descendants. Remnants walking the ways of Jehovah. Sinning the seven deadly, we're breaking the Ten Commandments. Mainstream flowing directly out of Babylon. Behaving like a Jezebel, quick to kiss and tell. At both ends, I'll burn the wick until the candle's gone. Some try to sit and sell you a wish within the wishing well. Far too many people are following the fallen. Sporting a Maltese cross, claiming the vault he's lost. Expecting to be safe while swallowing it all in. Just trying to buy fame no matter how much a small piece cost. Listen up. They're just trying to buy fame no matter how much a small piece costs. Behold, I come as a thief. As a thief in the night. Let's fuck unprotected. Overpopulate. Build new cities over burial sites and toxic waste. Spread hate like the spray from the Gatling gun when it oscillates. Make a rule of a refusal to tolerate. Gotta pray twice a day type religion. A circumcision. Baptized as a Christian. Just abandon it for an anthem of hedonism. Then we can die alone. Hollow without guilt. Wallow in our own filth and litter. All of us styrofoam. Spoil the soil with nuclear waste and any trace of the bodies we've hung. Uranium. Radioactive wreckage from alien ships. Ancient ruins. Battery. Fluids, oil, drums, y'all hiding in the ocean We'll never have a clue And when the whales start beach, we'll scavenge it for food And when the able are reaching, find them to a tomb And when the frail and weeping, we'll tighten the screws Make them twist till they strip, then we'll sip and approach a tight lip Or the onlookers butchered, so no evidence exists Heat mason draws a pots of holy water and elements Blind people with cracked sediments Find people in metal bonnets and start selling them Relocate people, we feed in ghettos and tenements Then we'll eat the serpent's fruit and never criticize our government Sacrifice a youth and be accepted as extreme all right, guys, I want to welcome you back to First 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Uh, of course, much Rebel love out to Adam Armstrong from Rebel Link Music. Uh, you guys, make sure you find them, check them out. They're well worth uh, looking into and listening to. Uh, their music is, is, as you heard the first hour, uh, they got a good uh, good ass kissing by a bunch of people here. So, you know, we, we, you know we love them. And we really want you guys to check them out and see what they're about. Uh, I know you'll love it. You'll really enjoy it. So, Are you ready, honey? I am ready. Ready to go. All right, cool. Oh, yeah. I want to welcome on board uh, Nikki Allen Poe, N.A. Poe. Uh, you might know him as. Uh, it's going to be our first interview with him. Not my first. In, you know, I, I've been watching him for a while on, on the Facebooker. Uh, I know he's got his own show. I also know he's a, he's a, a comedian, and he's had some trouble recently. Uh, so let's wow. let's let's learn about all this stuff uh, from the man himself, Nikki. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. How are you? Very good. Uh, interviewing with me is my wife, Lexi. So if you hear the female chime in, you'll know who that is. Hi, Lexi. How are you? Hey, Nikki. Is that what you go by? Yeah, that sounds good to me. All right. <laughs> So um, let's start with let's start with the beginning of your story. Um, what do you do? You're a comedian. You have a radio show. Um, yeah, well, I, I started out as a stand-up comedian about two and a half years ago, and then um, I wandered onto the campus of Occupy Philadelphia University um, about two years ago, and uh, I decided after one day of staying there that I was going to buy a tent. And uh, I was going to live there and kind of do a digital condo journalism project where we just kind of lived there, documented everything was going on. You know, but during that time, 
Uh, and I was always interested in 9-11 truth and activism and, you know, just thinking that the world was a fucked up place. And started to meet a ton of different activists, libertarians, left-wing activists, etc. And uh, I really started getting involved in, you know, a lot of different issues. So, um, you know, I tried some other forms of activism, and then I stumbled upon, uh, you know, some marijuana activists. Right. And, um, you know, we decided to take from some of the tactics that we saw during Occupy as far as protesting and uh, things of that nature to, uh, you know, try to do a sustained marijuana protest. So we dreamed up this uh, concept called Smoke Down Prohibition, which was, uh, you know, basically a 15, an hour-long uh you know, event where for 50 minutes we would have speakers talk about, you know, cannabis and, uh, you know, the educate people about cannabis. And then we would break the law at 420 by openly smoking marijuana. So uh, we did this four times with no police interference. Right. And to be honest, it was glorious, uh, you know, uh, to see people just sparking up joints openly and enjoying themselves and being educated uh, was really just, you know, uh, it was a wonderful experience. Uh, and then in the fifth one, which was May 18th, um, Adam Kokesh and I um, were arrested um, when we lit up joints. Adam didn't even light up a joint. Right. And um, we were both held for five days in federal detention. Uh, I was charged with assaulting um, a federal officer, which if you look at the tapes, you didn't know. Happen, uh, yeah. I saw the tape, did, yeah. did not happen. Um, so... Uh, you know, I spent five days in federal detention with Adam, which kind of put me uh, on the libertarian radar, which at this point I don't know if I regret or not. But <laughs> we'll, get, um, we'll get into that a little bit later. As long as you've got time, we'll get into it. Don't worry. No, i got plenty of time. All so right. uh, me and Adam both spent some time in jail. Um, we got out. And then, uh, you know, I ended up fleeing down to possession of marijuana, disorderly conduct, and interfering with uh, police function. Uh, just because I did not want to necessarily roll the dice against the wall with the federal government as far as going to trial. Um, because, to be honest, when I started seeing the documents they were putting out and what they were accusing me of, um, you know, we all know how corrupt the federal government was. And I will be honest that I was scared of the power of the federal government. I mean, I love being a comedian. I love being an activist. What I'm not going to do is do five years in prison on a fucking trumped-up charge, um, you know, for the sake to be a martyr, to be, you know, on memes and for people to talk about me. Because I'll tell you what, when people go into jail, there's a lot of support on the front end. And you know what happens after that? Life fucking goes on. And right. you know what? People can say what they want about it on the Internet or whatever they want. Uh, everyone can chat about it. But, you know, it's your life, you know, and, and Adam just took a plea deal as well, which, you know what, I'm happy for him because, you know what, you can do effective activism on the street. You know where you can't do effective activism? In jail. Behind bars. Right, exactly. So, I agree, I agree you with know, you on that, dude. Absolutely, I agree with you on that. Listen, um, you are a Philly boy. Have you always lived in Philly? I have. I spent some time down on the Gulf Coast of Florida, but more or less this is my home. Okay, because I grew up in South Jersey for 30 years. So I, I, oh, great. My father was in Philadelphia radio for 35 years. So I, I know, I know the, the people in the area. Um, I'm really surprised that, well, I actually can't say I'm surprised. Cause I remember wandering around the museum area and the cops were just didn't really care what you did. Um, so that's a whole other story in itself. But I get the mentality of the people in the area there. Uh, so you said you spent time down here, but that's where you were born and raised. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm definitely a Philly kid. Okay. Um, 
which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm a, even though I live down here in Florida, I, I miss that region a, a whole lot. Um, I want to slow down for a second here. Uh, I saw a picture of you. Uh, you were in a roller skating rink. Was that in Philly or was that in Jersey? It was in Philly. That was in Philly. Okay. Because I love roller skating. Yeah. I used to go to uh, Esham Skating Center in, in South Jersey. It's like the only roller skating center in the area other than Echelon, I think, is the other one. Uh, yeah, I'm not, allowed to, I'm not allowed to leave the Eastern District of Pennsylvania, so I was not in New Jersey, even though I could probably speak to New Jersey from where I live. Nice. Uh, oh, yeah, let's get into that real fast. Um, Again, I want to get to the other stuff, and I know where you're going, so we'll get there. But I want to talk sure. about, you know, uh, I'm watching your, your Facebook. I'm watching what's going on with you. Uh, you went to court, what was it, three months ago, four months ago? It was December 13th. Okay. So in December, you went to court. Uh, you got probation. And from what I can tell, uh, they're pretty much up your ass uh, on the probation there, and they're, they're knocking on your door every 30 seconds. Um yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a you know, I, I'm very marijuana-friendly, very pot-friendly, um, and I couldn't imagine having somebody knocking at your door constantly wanting to, to get that sample because, you know, I don't know if you want to call yourself a, a pot user or a pothead or, or what you consider yourself. I know what I consider myself, and I don't know if it's like a medication. How are you dealing with not being able to do anything like are you? Do you find you're well, drinking more? Uh, no, it's hard. It's horrible. Well, like first and foremost, the the seven months between my trial, you know, was was a ridiculous time because not was I only being tested, but I was being stalked on all forms of social media by the federal government to the point that a meme of my bearded dragon that I made that said "fuck the police" was a. Uh, you know, put into evidence as well as many of my Facebook posts. And, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about the NSA and, you know, people following them and, you know, all those kinds of paranoia. Well, I know firsthand that I was being stalked on the Internet because you know, my Facebook posts were showing off in court. So after a while, I kind of used that as a platform to antagonize. Um, when I went into court, uh, the judge held up a lot of my First Amendment rights and all the stuff that they brought in and said, you know, they're basically like, you know, the judge said about me, and it's, you know, an honor that he said this. He said that being a thorn in the side of uh, the federal government and the park rangers is not a crime. So he did upheld a lot of my First Amendment rights. Now, not being able to smoke marijuana is very trying for me. Um, you know, uh, I used to use, well, I used to use marijuana as a way to creatively get my, you know, brain flowing and to sleep. But I've also realized that while not smoking marijuana, um, I've actually accomplished a lot more as of late as far as getting work done. Because hmm. what happens is you get stoned. It, you know, what's great for me is getting stoned and, and getting a bunch of ideas. It doesn't necessarily make those ideas follow through. So to be able to, uh, you know, use it to stimulate my brain, but then, you know, you, you know, smoke some weed, and next thing I know, I'm looking at Facebook for two hours. So it's actually allowed me to focus uh, a lot more not smoking marijuana. I'm not going to say that I don't miss it, but um, it's also, you know, kind of ridiculous if you think about it, is that I have been, you know, drinking a lot. I do have an addictive personality. Before I was NA Po, I was a very self, self-destructive person, mm -hmm. um, and I realize now that it's disgusting that the federal drug testing is set up the way it is, because literally, I could go out on Friday night and get drunk off my ass and do an eight ball, and then get tested on Monday morning, okay, and none of that shit be in my system, okay, yep. but... I smoke marijuana on a Friday. There's going to be 30 days to 40 days that that's in my system. And, uh, you know, how many nonviolent offenders or just offenders in general are violating, uh, you know, their probation 
because of marijuana smoking. I mean, it's literally ridiculous. In Sweden, they did a test where they started giving marijuana to the prisoners, um, in, and uh, violence in jails went down tremendously. Uh, you know, so mar- marijuana is a medicine, um, and marijuana is also, uh, you know, it's never killed anyone. You know, statistically, no one's ever died from marijuana. So, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous, and I believe in the long run I might try to find a way to uh, work on, you know, getting that taken out of the drug testing system. Uh, you know, it's actually been taken out of the D.A.R.E. program, which I think is funny. What, marijuana has been? Yes. I didn't know that. Well, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on something because we've seen uh, this been going on now since the legalization in uh, De- in uh, Colorado and Washington State, which obviously Washington I don't think starts until June. Um, but we've seen the, the beginning in Colorado of the recreational use of marijuana. Uh, and since then, I've seen so much propaganda come out about the dangers of marijuana, and they have now officially tried to blame uh, marijuana on the death of somebody over in England. I don't know if you've seen Yeah, this. I saw that. Okay. I saw that. Well, at this point, it, you know, it's funny. It's, uh, you know, it's ridiculous that they do this, but right away now the whole, uh, you know, reefer madness kind of stuff has gone out the window. There's so many people supporting marijuana. The minute a bullshit story comes out, it can be dispelled. And, and you know, to be honest, the media and uh, the propagandists and the prohibitionists are literally on their last legs because they have nothing to stand on anymore. I saw a thing the other day where they were talking about, well, we're talking about 15-year-olds. If they start smoking marijuana when they're 15, about, like, their brain development and what will happen to them. Well, you know what? People are starting smoking marijuana when they're fucking 15 now with it being illegal. And the fact that it's a Schedule One drug, which says that it's more dangerous than methamphetamine and cocaine, allows it not to be studied by the federal government. So, you know, the real issue here isn't state to state. The real issue is at the the top of the government, at the federal government, where it's classified as a Schedule One drug, which says it has no medicinal value. And if you look at that right now, 21 states in this union are directly contradicting federal law by having medical marijuana. So it is my hope that once 25 states go medical, that the federal government is going to have to make a move and, you know, do something at a, at a high level. Uh, you know, I like to think that people in the government don't really care about our country because if they did, they would realize that they could regrow this economy right here in America, in every state. I mean, once the money starts coming out, uh, Colorado taxation, you know, I know the libertarians don't believe the government exists, but uh, the government does exist. It's also the largest entity that's ever existed in the history of government, and it's not going anywhere. Right. So we need to work a little bit within the system to be able to change things, to allow this country to flourish again. Because when I first met libertarians, what I did love about them most was the fact that they did believe in the Constitution. They did believe in the Bill of Rights, and they did believe in this country. And I feel like post-Ron Paul you know, and Caps have kind of moved towards you know, not being productive members of society and being very selfish about the way that they look at the world because there is still ways that we can save this country, uh, you know, by working within the system to a certain extent. I, I'd have to agree with you, and I will get into my views and, and uh, how that all works. With the medical marijuana and here in Florida, we now have that on the ballot uh, coming up in November. Uh, so we're really excited to get that through. I mean, I, I know people in my life that won't use it now but have tried it and know they'll benefit from it but but just are afraid to use it because of the legality of it so i'm really hoping that this goes through here in november that we can get you guys are so here. lucky that you have a you guys are so lucky that you have a ballot initiative in pennsylvania our hands are tied we just uh 
we just introduced a bill on two, last Tuesday, as well as we introduced a bill in uh, Philadelphia City Council. Right now, if you get caught with marijuana in Philadelphia, you get handcuffs. Well, we sat down with City Council, and we worked out a bill that uh, the, everyone is backing, including the police chief, that there will be no longer be custodial arrests for marijuana, which means that you know 4,000 people won't be put in cuffs for marijuana. That's real-world progress. That's a big deal. Uh, you know, we, put this, we put this bill in, you know, veterans, sick kids, they're not going to have to get on the Underground Railroad and fucking move to Colorado to be able to get their medicine. This is important stuff. This is going to save lives. And, uh, and you know, uh, the fact that you guys have a ballot initiative down there, you know, is great. I mean, I get emails all the time. My my grandfather's 85 years old. He has cancer. Uh, do you have a good pot recipe? Uh, you know, we want to get him food. Uh, people that are trying the oils. I mean, you know, but then you look at the corporations and the pharmaceutical companies and the cancer fucking business. You yep. know what I mean? Like, you know, this is stuff that's all being suppressed uh, because it's, you know, it, it's not profitable. And, you know, what, you know, uh, my problem with capitalism in general is, you know, it's, it's, it's profit over people. You know, and I know that's like super leftist, anarcho-communist shit. But I mean, like, you know, like, it's the truth, man, you know? And, uh, you know, people are given the opportunity to grow their own medicine and to be able to heal themselves and prolong their lives uh, using this wonderful plant. I'm more than willing to cooperate with the state to uh, allow, you know, I'm not, you know, as much as I'm self-serving serving as a comedian and as an activist, I'm out there, I make videos, you know, I want attention to myself. I want to be paid to be able to talk for the rest of my life. But I also want to help people and I want to help society. And, you know, I, no one's going to change the way that I feel about that or uh, bruise my ego by uh, calling me a status for that. All right, let's get into that because I, I've been seeing it. Um, let me explain myself to you first since we've never met, we've never talked before. Let me give you an idea of, of where I came from, where I'm at now, uh, because I've gone through a change as far as my political stance goes uh, also. I used to be a, a really strong Republican. All right. I used to care that that Bush had to get had to win. Uh, we, we should go, you know, glass parking lot, uh, Iran or Iraq or whoever it was that we were against. Um, I, that's the way I lived. I was an army guy. I went in the military. Uh, when I was a young kid, I was in the Sea Cadets. I'm sure uh, growing up in that area, you've seen them because they're, they're very prominent in that area there. I have. Um, and that, that's just the way I was. My parents were Democrats, okay? So I went through that full phase, and I finally brought myself around in 08, 09 is about my awakening period. And I realized that it was all wrong. So then I got into the whole libertarian thing, and I believe that, you know, it was the Libertarian Party had to do that. Now I've I've since moved myself uh, from that same belief. Um, I believe in the libertarian values. I believe in the Constitution. I also believe that if I'm not hurting you, then just leave me alone. I agree with that. All right. So I don't want to say I, I don't want to upset any libertarians. Now you're a comedian. You're going to approach things differently. Um, I get that. But I don't, I don't agree with a lot of the people I've seen step up into the leadership positions of the Libertarian Party. Sure. I mean, there's been a, there's been a post-Ron Paul power vacuum. And I feel like, in my personal opinion, that, you know, anarcho-capitalism is, uh, you know, a very interesting thing because, you know, this is about a white people, okay, that are in you know, positions to make money, and, you know, they don't believe in social programs, and, you know, they believe in owning themselves and taking care of themselves. So a lot of that is very hypocritical because, you know, 
Um, I just feel like there's there's a lot of things that we need to work, you know, as a society to change together. And if everyone is just concerned about themselves, then we're not going to get anywhere. And, you know, I am very critical as a comedian of the upper echelon of those guys because they're not necessarily that entertaining, okay? And I don't think, how about this, the panic hour with smoke down prohibition. What we're trying to do is empower people to get out into the streets and to join us and to help try to make change by rising up as people in numbers. And what I feel is happening in the libertarian community is you have these people that are stepping up and they want to be worshipped and they want to be donated to and they want, they're not necessarily empowering people to join them. They're empowering people to watch what they're doing, to worship what they're doing, to live vicariously through what they're doing. And the only reason it really bothers me is it's not very entertaining, you know? And I feel like, you know, uh, I said uh, the other day in an interview that I love hearing about the sound of my own voice as much as the next person, but at the same time, you know, I really like uh, the idea of, you know, I get messages from people that, you know, if you didn't do what you do, I would have never felt like I could have stand up. Like, we want to create, you know, um, a resistance. And, you you know, you look at the Adam Kokesh case. Uh, you know, with Adam Kokesh, as much as he's my friend, if he was the type of man that inspired people to stand next to him, he would have been loading that shotgun by himself. And, you know, part of that probably comes from the fact that Adam has the type of ego where, like, he wants that attention. But at the same time, it also shows that a lot of people in the libertarian community just love to really talk a lot, you know, about their ethics, etc., on, like, the keyboard and be critical of what other people are doing without doing anything themselves. And, you know, um, that's not activism. You know, activism, the root word is active. And I feel like, um, you know, when I first got involved with libertarians and there was the, and the Fed rallies and, you know, people were out in the streets and et cetera, et cetera, that was a good thing. But I think it's kind of turned into this, oh, Amanda Billy Rock is resisting the cops. And, you know, with the cops, I hate the cops as, as much as the next guy. But at the same time, like, if you go up and you get in a cop face with a, with a camera and they get pissed off at you, you know, and come at you, and you're being critical of them. I'm like, yes, they're minions of the state. But you know what? Everyone needs a goddamn job. You know what I mean? And, you know, I hate the police. But at the same time, you know, uh, you have to realize your job that... doesn't necessarily make you a Nazi. You know, I mean, there's laws. Right. You know, and the thing is, there's social fucking contracts. Like, you know, if you sign and register your car in a state and then get a driver's license and get pulled over, then, like, it's not your right to not talk to the police that pulled you over. You know, uh, you know. I mean, I guess to a certain extent it is, but at the same time, this resistance for the sake of resistance is, you know, ridiculous. There's much better things to focus on than to uh, be, you know, antagonistic for the sake of being antagonized. And you know what? Like, say what you want about me. I fucking started a rally that got thousands of people to come out into the streets, and then because of the effect effectiveness of said rally, I was targeted by the federal government and put in a goddamn cage. So I will say what I want. Right. You know, I, I paid my dues. I, I, done... I, I get where you're coming from, man. I, I Trust me, I can definitely understand and feel what you're feeling. And I, I, I agree with you to a, a big degree of what you're saying. Um, you know, going out, uh, just be a person. You know, you know, I understand that we look at these, these these police officers, these law enforcement officers, and we go, you know what, they're a symbol of the state. They're a symbol of, of what's wrong. But we also have to remember that while they're a symbol of what's wrong, they are still people, and I, that's the point you're trying to make. And, and I agree with you 100%. We had Eric uh, Erickson Harrell on last weekend, 
Um, I don't know. You, I'm sure you've heard his story. The cop from Miami wore the Guy Fox mask, wouldn't take it off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had him on last week. And let me tell you, if we could have more cops like him out there, I think it would make a big difference. And, and I think we need to remember the humanity involved with it. And, yeah, I know they don't always. I know we see, you know, what happened to, to Thomas Kelly out in the uh, California area. And, and we, we see these things constantly. The, the football star just killed North Carolina uh, this past year, uh, because he got in a car accident, and knocked on somebody's door, and they they got scared because it was a black a young black man. So they called the cops, and and he was running down the street back to the accident scene to try to get help, and he was excited he saw the lights, and they killed, murdered him. They shot and killed him on the street. So I get where people get angry, and and I go through the same things. But I mean, I'm fighting the I'm fighting the police state as much as the next guy, John. You know, right? At, like at, at at the same time, you know, uh, th- this brazenness, you know, throughout the neo-libertarian party that the state doesn't exist and the cops don't exist and no one has authority over them. Like, you know, that's just very, like, kind of, you know, schoolyard, take your ball and go home kind of, like, attitude about life. And, you know, the thing is, most of these cocksuckers have jobs and pay taxes and have cars and registered vehicles and driver's license. I literally have none of those things. So, you know, uh, it just cracks me up, the brazenness of uh, the attitude, and I feel like all it's really creating is, you know, it's divisive. And, you know, uh, all the celebritarians at the top of this, uh, so, you know, libertarian pyramid, I mean, that's why I love Scott, uh, you know, in Dangerous Conversation. That's why I agreed to do this show, is that, you know, it's... Where did the temperance go? Where did the where did the effectively working towards change attitude go towards things? I mean, I'm a comedian. I am want to continue. I you know I put fun at things in a way to try to make people think. I'm not just trying to gut the Libertarian Party. Like I have tons of friends in the Liberty Movement, and you know they're all on the they're all on the top of the Liberty Movement. You know, and they're all leaders. And uh, you know I poke a lot of fun, and it you know sets a lot of people off. You know, on Facebook. But, you know, behind closed doors, you know, a lot of the people at the, a lot, a lot of the people at the, you know, at the, the upper echelon of, uh, the liberty movement, you know, off the record agree with me on a lot of things and they tell me to continue to push what I do. And I feel like because I'm not necessarily a libertarian, that, uh, having this kind of outside perspective where I can poke fun at things and maybe point out some things that allows, uh, you know, uh, my girlfriend is a very strong feminist, and, you know, what I notice in the liberty movement is that it's a bunch of white guys with guns, and then there's, like, 15, like, hot liberty mamas that are, like, worshipped for anything that they say, but they're not worshipped for their ideas or the way they look at things. They're, like, objectified, and, you know, I'm around strong women that work every day, and and, you know, they don't want to be objectified for the way that they look. And I feel like it just kind of is turning into like this WWF kind of like thing where it's like these big posturing males, uh, you know, uh, spouting this rhetoric and then a bunch of, you know, fanboys with their T-shirts on, you know, eating it up and attacking people on the Internet. And then you have guys like Chris Cantwell going after Antonio Bueller. Antonio Bueller is a fucking hero, man. Antonio Bueller... Uh, goes out in the streets and challenges the police and is suing the police. I mean, like, you know, I feel like anyone that goes out and does real work all of a sudden is being criticized by people behind the keyboard. And I just, you know, and, and Chris Cantwell drives me insane because I'm a comedian and I work in a big city comedy. And, you know, I know that uh, a guy like that with his bullshit and rape jokes and all that stuff wouldn't last a minute on the real comedy scene. So I'm just trying to bring 
you know, my sense of humor to the liberty movement maybe made some people think a little bit differently and, uh, you know, maybe try to get out in the street and, uh, you know, do some real change instead of uh, Internet trolling. You know, another thing that's happened with me, um, to be honest with you, Nikki, is I, I, this has always bothered me. And I don't believe – now, again, this isn't directed towards you or Cantwell because I think he tries to come from a comedy angle also. And, and I, I like the guy, to, and I don't – you know, I, I believe you can say and do and, and, and do your thing the way you want to do your thing, and that's cool. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but I do have a problem with the direct um, infighting that we see. And, and I hate to call anything a movement anymore because when you call something when – you, when you organize something or put a name to it, there's always going to be a hierarchy trying to develop. So it's like I've I've come to the point is what what do I call myself now I just went back and obviously in the state of Florida you have to be registered as whatever the primaries are you have to be either Democrat or Republican to vote in the primary so when Ron Paul was running the you know this past term I had to change over to Republican I just went back and instead of going back to the Libertarian Party I went to no party affiliation and when it comes to the nine eleven truth movement the Liberty movement the the circle jerk, whatever we want to call it, um, I, I've decided I don't want to really bulk myself into that because it it just causes, um, it causes this infighting that you see. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. And uh, you know, the thing is about it too is Chris Rock did a great bit a few years ago where he said that if you are like set one way on like a political line. Now, obviously, I'm going to say on the record, I don't believe in the left-right paradigm. I mean, like, I'm way beyond that. I mean, I am post-political. But Chris Rock said, if you fall on one side for everything, or, you know, that, that you're an idiot. You know, there's so many things going on now. In Pennsylvania, we have a Democrat running for governor, okay? And he is a pro-pot Democrat that said that he will legalize marijuana by 2017 recreational if he gets elected. Now, listen, I'm not a fucking Democrat. you got to be kidding me, okay? But you know what? I have thousands of people that follow my work that may be registered voters, that may be people that need to, you know, get medicine. Uh, you know, I am going to go out and I am going to, I'm not going to fucking, like, go out and, you know, uh, go on the campaign trail for this guy. But you know what? I'm going to say to people, hey, if you're a pragmatic person, if you're a voter, if you think the system can change things, register and vote for this guy. You know why? It will create change, you know? And the thing is, is it just... When people are like, oh, well, vote for nobody. Like, I'm not a fucking voter. I'm never going to be a voter. But I just think that people need to think, you know, a little more solution-oriented. And I feel like all this infighting, like you're saying, is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, and it, I feel like the people that end up getting attacked are the people that are doing the most work. And I don't think that's fair, you know? Yeah, I, I can absolutely feel where you're coming from. I mean, I, I see it. Fortunately enough, I, see, I don't put myself into it because I just kind of one of those neutral guys that – I stand up for what I believe in, but I don't go on the attack ever. And if somebody attacks me, I just kind of ignore them. And that's just yeah. the way I operate. That's just me personally. Uh, obviously, again, you're a comedian, so you're going to use that. Um, I think Christopher Cantwell does the same thing. I think that's the same angle, uh, just in a different – coming from a different direction that that you try to do. Um so I agree with what you're saying of, of we – or I think we agree in general that you know we need to stop this, but – What's a solution? You know, we always say, all right, here's the problem. What's the solution? So you, you said you're not a voter. You said you're not a voter. So is your job to you is just to make a decision? Like, what's your point? What's your position on that? Like, you follow what I mean there? 
Yeah, I mean, like, what I'm trying to do is just inspire people to, you know, to, to go about doing change in any way that they feel possible. I get a lot of emails from people that say, hey, Poe, I'm 40 years old. I got three kids. I super support marijuana legalization. I have a fucking legit job. I can't do anything about it. I um, really appreciate what you're doing. Whatever you need, let me know. So I feel like that everyone needs to find their way to work towards, like, a practical solution for whatever their problem is. Via, you know, is it Second Amendment rights? Is it First Amendment rights? I fight very hard for the First Amendment. I mean, my heroes are Larry Flint and Hunter S. Thompson and, you know, uh, guys like that where, you know, these are guys that kind of fought from the outside. Now, I'm not looking to be involved in anything politically, but I feel like if you believe in something, you need to get off the couch and try to change it. As much as social media has become a great way, I mean, let's be honest, Sean, we wouldn't know each other if it wasn't for social media. It's an amazing way to uh, to connect people, but I feel like there's also a certain amount of complacency involved in um, in social media because now sharing a meme or sharing an event or making a statement online becomes almost an act to a certain extent. Like people almost treat that as a way of they feel like they're doing something. And yes, to a certain extent, spreading the message and doing that you know is, but it's actually almost boxing us in because a lot of people aren't getting out into the streets. They're just complaining online and you know i feel like that uh if there's ever going to be any real revolution in this country which i hope for uh you know that you know i think different leaders need to emerge in these movements uh and 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 kind of get out there and uh actually do things in the streets and that's that's going to bring real change by putting pressure on politicians by putting pressure on the government i mean we have in philadelphia we constantly are going after uh Freedom of Information Act requests, trying to get the information the government is collapsing on us. We're all under surveillance here. We're doing real-world work, and it's just it's very frustrating to see how most of the people in the liberty movement are just fucking retards that are, you know, behind the keyboard being critical of other people's work. And what I'm really saying when I'm being critical of that stuff or making money of that stuff is I'm challenging those people to, you know, put up or shut up. Say what you said you want about Kokesh, that motherfucker loaded a shotgun. You know what I mean? Right. The motherfucker's been arrested ten times. I've been in a federal prison cell for five days. Adam's got a real big pass in my book. Um, Antonio Buehler, big pass in my book. But you know what? All these other people that are just sitting around and talking, uh, you know, I challenge you right now to uh, stop typing and, uh, you know, start organizing because, uh, you know, activism, like I said, the root word of that is active. And it's time to get out into the streets. We want to show this government, look at what happened in the Arab Spring. Look what's happening all over parts of Europe. People are rising up and demanding change and then creating it. We are watching TiVo, sitting on Facebook, <laughs> and watching porno, and that's not um, that's not changing anything. See, and that's what I was going to say uh, as you, you went through that whole thing there. I believe it's not even just a, a libertarian part. It's a it's a it's a humanity problem. We have it's become the norm to just sit there and stare at the computer or or have your phone in your hand and constantly be linked to something. We, we've lost that that human contact in general. Uh, and I think if we could regain that, and this even goes down to the level of football games and the overabsorption to football and baseball and basketball. And, you know, I, I don't have a problem with going and enjoying watching a sport or being involved in a sport. But when it becomes the worship that we see of it now, it, it just disconnects everybody where you really think it's bringing you together. It's not. At least I don't think it is. I mean, I, I don't pay attention no, to sports bread, too much. It's bread, it's, it's bread and circuses. And you know what? 
Like, the thing is, I can sit down and watch and smoke a bong and watch a football game with a clear conscience because I know that I am an active member of uh, society trying to change things. But you know what? Like, if we're, how about this? I'll put it this way. If we're, if we're the awake people, let's say, okay, and we're fighting within ourselves, okay, and can't get on the same pages together, right. how are we ever going to get to the masses, okay? Like, we're actually impeding any kind of progress that we could make because we're fighting amongst ourselves. And without united fronts and united ideals, we can never pitch those ideas. I saw that in Occupy Philadelphia. You have 20 kids dressed in black standing outside a bank trying to get people going home from their jobs to burn their credit cards. That's never going to work. You know, we need to find a way to reach the masses, and we're never going to find that if we're fighting amongst ourselves. And all I'm trying to do is, you know, be a uniter and be someone that inspires people, and then eventually we have to take this message to a larger audience if we're really going to change America. And you know what? I still believe in America. You know, I still believe that we can take the power back, you know, at some point. But I feel like, you know, the, the circles that the liberty movement are operating in, they're operating in kind of like this post-apocalyptic mindset where nothing exists and everyone's owning themselves and et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, there's a whole world out there that, you know, is watching CNN, that's watching TMZ, that's watching NFL football. And, uh, you know, they can look at us and see us as a joke. I mean, how is that going to take us seriously if uh, – I can't even take, uh, you know, most activists seriously. I mean, you know, it, it, it's laughable. And if we're really going to create change in the real world, you know, we really need to figure out, you know, what it is we want to do. And uh, I found that through marijuana legalization, you know, because we've ignited, ignited uh, you know, a real fire here in Pennsylvania and a fire nationally. And, uh, you know, I feel like I'm trying to use marijuana as a gateway activism. Uh, a lot of people have come to the first protest they've ever been to their life you know, has been a smoke down prohibition. And they're like, wow, this is great. It's fun. It's interactive. And then you say to that kid, hey, man, how do you feel about drone planes? How do you feel about the NSA? You know, let's try to work these people into thinking about larger issues about what's going on in our country. And, uh, you know, I think that marijuana has been a great way for us at the pack hour to get our message out there and to try to wake people up in some different ways. And if people want to be critical of my work, Hey, you know what? My track record speaks for itself. Nikki, you know, you just made a great point, and, and it, it really shows why the federal government is really pushing so hard on, you know, keeping marijuana illegal. You know, it's not a gateway drug to other drugs. It's a gateway drug to, you know, libertarianism, to, to freedom wanting. That's why they don't want it to be legal. To I your mean, mind. Yeah. To it, your mind. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's mind expansion. I mean, you know, uh, People joke about having fluoride in the water, but you know what? You've read things that I've read things that say that you know fluoride, uh, you know, messes with your pineal gland. I mean, I really think that there's a human consciousness that we can all reach, and I feel like the media and the TV and the propaganda, what that does, it keeps everyone from expanding their mind and uh, you know only thinking about themselves and thinking about their family. And hey, you know, I don't have a family, Sean, but you know what? The way the economy is and the way the world is, you know, it's it. it they're, they're actually literally causing everyone to internalize their own problems and not to care about the plight of the world or the plight of our country because you're worried about paying your own fucking bills. And, you know, a lot of people are being cornered into that mentality because they have to protect their own, so they don't even have time to think about larger issues. You know, when I joke around about being on food stamps, you know... Um, Did you read you my know, mind? I, I also, you were reading my mind, yeah, weren't you? I was just about to go to that one. <laughs> I'll say for the record, how about this? is that when I went to probation, 
I was told that I have to work between 30 and 40 hours a week. Now, I occasionally bartend. I get paid to speak and do comedy, none of which is on the books. So um, if you look at me on the books, basically, I don't exist, okay? So when I got that information that they wanted me to start working and they wanted me to report money, um, I was turned on by a couple people to start looking into what programs were available to make myself seem more legitimized uh, as far as my property to a certain extent. Now, I am in no way a poor person. I just don't have anything to really show uh, for it on the books because I really am an anarchist. I don't use banks. I don't do any stuff like that. So um, I, as a joke to the system and as a fuck you to the federal government, applied for food stamps and was approved. Um, for $159 a month uh, in access card food stamps. So I decided to turn that on its head by making, uh, you know, pretty much turning it into a part of my act to a certain extent by antagonizing the government and antagonizing people that own themselves and libertarians and want me to call me a scumbag for, you know, doing the, you know, using the federal government. It's actually a joke, Sean, you know, and um, well, how, I am happy to say, yeah. Mickey, how old are you? I'm 34. All right, you're 34. I'm 38, so we're same age bracket pretty much. Um, yeah. You worked all your life pretty much? You always had a job? Yeah, I, was, I actually worked at, I was, I worked at Clearwater Beach for a real long time down in Florida. I was a, a waiter in a hotel in a former life for about 10 years. So you pay taxes, right? I haven't paid taxes in five years. Okay, in five years. But you had in the past. You, you had in the past. I, Dave, I got you. Right, don't worry. Hold on. My, my other co-host has finally decided to sit by me and, and join me here tonight. <laughs> I've got – so usually Dave and I do it by camera, by, you know, video Skype and everything. Yeah, I'm usually home in Tampa, yeah. and he's here, and we do it by Skype, but we're partying too much, and that's why I wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, so okay. I, he sat down with me next to me. Um, Dave is also – well, let me finish what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, my wife and I have been on food stamps in the past. We we had a child. She couldn't work. I was working two jobs, and I pay child support for my children that live up in Jersey still. i got two kids that live in Mount Laurel. You know, so I've got connections still up there even today. And uh, I, so I went through that. You know, we had we don't have health insurance, and when we had the kid, he's five years old now, we had uh, Medicare to help us get through having the baby. You know, so it's not – it's there for a reason – and maybe you haven't paid taxes recently, but you have in the past, and I'm sure you put enough in. Now, Dave, my co-host, um, is on disability. So he gets paid from the state. He also has food stamps, or he did. No, I, don't no, know. I make too much money on disability. I don't, I don't okay. get food stamps. So you don't have any more, but, but you he, had them. But here's the deal. All right, look, we kind of want to change the system, right? And what's the best way to change the system or, or, to, or, to, or to, to kill the system is you get it to crumble from within. So if we all were to actually get, you know, get on whatever government assistance program we can get on, we, we, we actually are crumbling the system from the inside out. Not only that, we're getting our money back. Because I put a shitload of money. I'm 46 years old. I just got on disability within the last six months. Right. I put a shitload because I made good money. I put a shitload of money into the system. Now I'm getting it back. And hopefully by the time Social Security crumbles, I'll have gotten it all back. And that's see, most people think I should feel um, guilty for doing it. But I think to myself, I'm getting my money back. Not only that, I'm helping take the system out more than protesting, more than talking shit about it on the radio every week like I do. I'm actually doing my best to pull a brick out from from that system brick by brick 
you know, and people like you, as long as we, you know, start to start getting what we can get to get our money back, it'll take the system down. Yeah, they're just printing out, they're just printing monopoly money anyway. Like, you know, and the thing is, it's a part, it's a part of my act to a certain extent. It's a, it's a joke that we live in a system, you know, and I believe in, in social programs. I mean, like, not everyone has the opportunity flourish in this country, and it's funny, like, you know, the liberty movement, which is like 99.9% white, you know, are in a pretty fucking interesting position to be critical of, like, everyone else. Like, if social programs exist for the poor, and they exist for people that, you know, have issues, and I think that it's not necessarily the nanny state if you're uh, indulging in those programs, and not to mention that, you know, like you said, you know, I've learned that the system needs to be destroyed from the inside because, you know what, if you're in a fucking militia and you have a bunch of spam and fucking AR-15s, guess what? You're the first one going into a FEMA camp. So don't act like, you know, your resistance and your, you know, your rights and your owning yourself is going to get you, you know, anywhere. And people that are critical of that, to be honest, like, it really doesn't even affect me. I mean, I, you know, I like to have a piss. I really enjoy having a good time antagonizing people because, you know what, the way I look at it is, Tell me what you're doing, you know. Tell me what you're doing to change things. I am on the front lines of the fucking drug war, you know. I am uh, being followed by the federal government, you know. I fucking have put my blood, sweat, and tears into working for change. So, you know, until you've done that or walked a mile in my shoes, I'm not really interested in anyone's opinion. I'll tell you what, that's been a very freeing experience for me because being a comedian and being an activist and being in the spotlight has a lot of people being critical of what's going on, you know. And me and Adam Kokesh talk a lot behind closed doors between text messages, and we laugh because, you know what, it's like, you know, you get elevated to this point where, you know, people are critical. My Facebook page doesn't belong to me anymore. I, I miss the days where I could uh, see one of the kids I went to high school with, a uh, child on my news feed. Now I'm a news feed filled with people that I've never even met before, you know. Mm, but right. I like being in this position, and, I you know, I like antagonizing and making jokes because I want to make people think, and, you know, if uh, something I say causes them to maybe see things a little bit more my way, then, you know, uh, I guess I'm affecting some kind of change. Well, you brought up you brought up FEMA camps there, and I'd like to touch on that, because I don't know if you saw the news from this week, um, what uh, Justice Anthony, Anthony, Antonio Scalia said. No, what did he say? Oh, you haven't heard this one. All right, I'm going to read you the quotes here. There's two sets of quotes. Um, you're kidding yourself if you think the same thing will not happen again. Scalia told the University of Hawaii Law School while discussing uh, Cora Matusa versus the United States, the ruling in which the court court gave its input. Imp- yeah, see, it's, it, drink, guys. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm looking at the word, and I, I, I'm, in, I'm actually uh, improper impr- tour of the internment camps. In other words, yeah. he's he's talking about the Japanese internment camps in, in uh, World War II, and he said he basically he's saying you're, you're crazy yeah, if you don't think that's going to happen. Here's again. the other quote: uh, "That's what's going on. The panic about the war and the invasion of the Pacific and whatnot." Scalia said, "That's what happened. It was wrong." But I would not be surprised to see it happen again. In time of war, it's no justification, but it is re- it is the reality. Here's the fucked up thing. Here, here we have one of the seven Supreme Court justices, the guys that interpret the Constitution. These are the head niggas in charge, right? And he's saying, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see it again. He doesn't say, well, I'll make sure it'll never happen again. He's just like, well, we'll, we'll probably see it again. Fuckers. Yeah, and it's scary, the, mil- the militarization of the police force you know, um, and the requirement of Homeland Security. I mean, it's very forthrighty, and I feel like, you know, 
we have this little outside resistance going, and it's unfortunate we can't get all on the same page because there's this whole middle America and this whole all these sheeple that don't even realize what's really going on, you know. And uh, if there was an economic collapse, I mean, uh, you know, who knows which that, you know. We it, wait, 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 wait. If there's an economic collapse? Yeah, when. There's <laughs> when a, there's when. an economic collapse. <laughs> right. All the signs are out there. You guys just don't know it because you're listening to the mainstream media say, well, the the, the uh, economy's doing good because the stock market's doing good. and The, uh, the stock market's been falling for the past two weeks. Well, what I'm saying is, you know, that, that they're bringing that, well, it's doing the best since it's done in the six years. And they're saying, well, you know, unemployment's down. But meanwhile, they, the way they count unemployment is a fudged number. You know, oh, totally. Yeah, they said 175 yeah, that's jobs. Why the, state, the, state of the, the State of the Union was hilarious because you know people just love these charts and graphs, and right. uh, you could pretty much tell you could tell them anything, and they're sitting there and they're going, uh, yeah, oh well, uh, here's a chart, here's a graph, here's a story Makes about sense. Mary that rides the bus to work so her kid can go to college, and you know, it's just. I haven't turned on the mainstream news in so long, and I'm so thankful for programs like this and the alternative media for, you know, but the scary thing is I think that we're starting to live in a bubble, guys, where, like, I will think the world is changing because of my Facebook feed and because of the people that I deal with on a regular basis. Right. And then I get on the subway in the Philadelphia, and I see someone with a $150 pair of shoes on, and they're, you know, watching CNN on their news feed, and they're, you know, worried about Justin Bieber, and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, these people don't even really know what's going on. And, you know, sometimes I feel like, well, you know what? Maybe I should protect those people that I love and feel like I have a great life and I'm insulated and I work with amazing people. And maybe I should just worry about protecting them because I really feel like there's almost no shot for, uh, you know, actual Americans because they are just asleep at the wheel and they're control- totally controlled by, uh, by the Illuminati. And I would like to say probably the reptilian agenda as well. Uh, you know what I'll say about that, man? And I have to agree with you. Uh, uh, where I would see the best direction to go is that that's what we're going to have to start doing because natural selection will will remove those. Guys, I, I'm that sorry. Don't, I, that... I have to interrupt you. I'm sorry. What? You got because both here's the both of you are talking about a movement. We got We got to do this. We got to no. You got to do yourself. We got to worry about ourselves. Right. What we're you saying. like yeah. you, you're not paying taxes. I haven't paid taxes. I haven't filed for a long time now. And I'm risking my balls, especially since I'm government. I'm on government. He's assistance. from New York, Brooklyn. If you can't tell, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know what we got to do is, we, you know, we got to lead by example. You know, and, and and since I've been doing this over the last four or five years, you know, just doing what I want to do. I don't wear. A, I live in Florida now. I don't. And there's seatbelt laws. I don't wear a seatbelt. I smoke pot. I. Never mind. I almost said something really bad there. Um, uh, and I won't get if if pot's legalized in this in this in this state in come November. I won't get a medical card because I got a weapons permit. I'm not risking that for anything. But I I live my life as a free person, as if no one is telling me what to do. I don't aggress upon other people. As a matter of fact, now that I have this kind of uh, mindset, I'm actually very much nicer to people because you know I've made mistakes, especially driving a car, and I've cut people off by accident. And when people cut me off, I'm, I'm like, hey, man, you okay? All right, let's go. You know, I wave. We're okay. Well, that wouldn't happen in New York. But uh, <laughs> here in Florida, that. you can get away with that shit. And, and I, and, and, and wouldn't now, happen in Philly either. Now, exactly. Now that I'm in this mindset, I'm a much happier person, and I can actually now spread. Look, instead of telling Sean what to do, I tell him this is what I do, and hopefully we could see eye to eye somewhere along the line. Because I've been telling him for two years, we got to get out of this country. And he laughed at me a year ago. <laughs> And now he's kind of like, well, I want a houseboat so I can do what, what I want to do. Right. 
I live in international waters, away, right? Yeah. And you don't got to worry about shit. I think that's a great idea. Though. Right. That's so, what I want to do, so, Poe. I want a houseboat. Poe, I think... I think you know, the, Ameri- the American idea, the idea of, you know, the way that people, um, you know, live in America is it's, you know, what I've learned through activism is I live very, very, uh, you know, low to the ground. I pay my rent. I pay my phone bill. Other than that, I don't have any expenses. And the thing is, if you move away from the materialism of America and the way things are, that, you know, there's probably some great countries in South America that would be great ways, you know, to live our lives and, and you know, get away from just, you know, this crumpling empire. I mean, I'm sure when Rome was falling that, you know, nobody really knew it was falling. So, you know, it was gone, you know. Yeah. So, um, you know, you're right. You do have to protect yourself. You do have to do what's best for you. And the more people that you can wake up along the way, you know, that's fine. But in the long run, unfortunately, we do have to care about ourselves because, you know, we're the minority. You know, and the very, it's very easily, very easily they could turn it around on people that are activists and demonize us, you know, in the media and make us seem like we're fucking terrorists. And that's scary because, you know what, we're the last line of defense. When history is written, it's people like us that's going to be uh, seen as, you know, the last group of resistors. And I feel like I'm very happy to be part of that. Yeah, you know, I often think to myself, and I, I don't like to ask this, but I think to myself, I was like, how is history going to remember Adam Kokesh? Because I think... I honestly think he's the modern day, uh, dare I say this, Martin Luther King, you know, and uh, despite the fact that, you know, he, he may, may have recently done something that may not have been the smartest thing, um, but still, it, it, it actually shines a light on to how fucked up the government. I mean, they, 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 uh, they raided his house with what, 50 guys. They caught off the whole block for a guy that racked around, you know. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Just it totally shines a light onto how fucked up this government is. You know? Yeah, it definitely point, it definitely pointed that out. And but the thing is, is like you know, what I'm thinking about when Adam was on the news, you know, when if you're an average person sitting in your house and you see that guy loading that gun like that, you're probably like, oh, gun nut, and you fucking switch to like the next channel. Like, exactly. You know, exactly. We need to find we need to find more effective ways to uh, reach the sheeple, and I feel like, um, you know, I'm going to continue to work, you know, especially through marijuana, to, uh, you know, try to get people to open their eyes a little bit, because with marijuana, we are reaching middle America. I always like to say that my father is a 62-year-old Italian plumber, and he doesn't care if gays get married, and he doesn't care if marijuana is legal, and I feel like marijuana is that issue that's going to reach middle America, and once we get those people stoned, maybe they'll realize that there's hammers on every corner. Listen, Poe, I'd like to, I, I definitely want to talk to you again. I think we can go a lot deeper. I think we can share a lot more information. Uh, I think we can get into some other things. Uh, sure. So I definitely want to bring you on again. I mean, it's been an hour now. I, I don't want to hold you up too long. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate no, it. Was, it was wonderful. Yeah. I'd love was, to come back anytime. It was great talking with you, man. I mean, I really, now that we've talked or spoke with each other, um, you know, we, we, we have a little more understanding of each other and, and, um, I appreciate what you're doing. I get what you do. I always did get what you did. So, you know, yeah, and, and check us out. And the thing is for your listeners, uh, check out uh, at the panic yeah. hour on Facebook. Look, feel free to send us a message. We have 10 to 15 admins working all the time. If you're looking to organize in your state for marijuana, you have any questions about our work, give me questions for us. We're very interactive with our fan base. We want to help people. So, you know, we're not just these people that are out here being watch our videos and listen to us. We are here for people to 
to help people. Uh, so just throw the panic symbol in the sky and send us a message, and we'll be uh, happy to you know help you with stuff. Where else can they find you? Is there a a, a Facebook? Is there a Twitter? Sure. Uh, the Panic Hour on Facebook, at The Panic Hour on uh, Twitter. And uh, you can also go to thepanichour.com. And, uh, you know, like I said, you can find me at N.A. Poe, Nikki Allen Poe on Facebook. And I, I respond to every message that someone sends to me, no matter how crazy. Nice. Well, what I'd like to do is, uh, I believe, isn't The Panic Hour, isn't that the group that the one guy got arrested on the subway? Is that you guys? Yes, my, yes, he did. Okay, cool. Yeah, I want to keep a connection going with you. I want to have you on. Let's get... Let's get some stuff flowing here back and forth with each other, and that's that's one of the big things that we can do to help, at least the way I can help from my end that uh, sounds, the most. That sounds great, John. I'm mostly just sitting around my house not smoking marijuana, so give me, uh, <laughs> give me a heads up anytime, and I'd love to join you guys. All right, man. I really appreciate that. Uh, make sure you guys go check out uh, Poe. Check out the Panic Hour. Uh, his information's there. I'll make sure I tweet it out later on, uh, and we will definitely set something up again in the future, man. Sounds great, and send me a copy of this so I can get it out to our people as well. I will. I'll link you in it when I uh, upload it tomorrow. All right. It was great talking to you guys. Take care. You too, brother. Have a good night. Thanks a lot. All right. There goes uh, Nikki Poe, Nikki Allen Poe, N.A. Poe. Uh, you can find him many different ways. Search for the Panic Hour. You know, we touched on a lot of things with him, and that's I definitely want to have him on again uh, and get him you know, locked down and, and, and really slowed down. First interview, sometimes we all get a little fired up, and it was like so much information all at one time. So uh, I want to bring Nikki on again. Uh, I want to thank him for joining us. It was a, a very, a very educational interview. You know, it was a lot of stuff we put out there. So, uh, yeah, we, we should, you should have him on for a, a longer time. All right, we'll be back here. Next uh, hour is our fun hour, so stand by, guys. RazRadioLive.com. The American Republic is in remnant status. The stage is set for our country eventually devolving into a military dictatorship, and few seem to care. My fellow patriots, we need a solution. I think we need everybody to read the Constitution. It's our right, it's our duty. Ignoring it is lethal. To abolish the current corrupt government, it's poor as evil. And start a new one by the people, for the people. We were born equal, but the government is making super soldiers like the born sequel. Getting ready for martial law, total lockdown. I wish for peace and knowledge with my genie lamp. At least you'll have your own cell at the FEMA camp. Fuck the CIA agency, I break it down from A to Z. They got the guts to say to me, don't protest or make a scene. Well, fuck it, let them taser me. I will not let them intimidate or phase me. I am not insignificant and lazy. I don't even know what to say lately because the system made me crazy. We need a second American revolution. What the hell of a revolution? We need a second American revolution. We have a second American revolution. We need a second American revolution. The second and they heard the testimony about bombs going off Bodies in the lobby with their face blowing off You say it doesn't matter, it means nothing to you And you act like eyewitnesses are not enough proof When I talk about it, you call me a conspiracy theorist Your body doesn't need to listen, I need your spirit to hear this And once you learn the truth, you'll never look back I just get pissed off when people won't look at the facts Steel buildings don't just fucking collapse If you believe the 
official story, you can be sure to say I guess the laws of physics just stopped working that day But everybody just calls me a jerk when I say We need a second American revolution We need a second American revolution We need a second American revolution The country was on the verge of revolution We need a second American revolution Second American Revolution. These are the craziest forces. They're giving rabies to horses, replacing habeas corpus with Mercedes and Porsches. And they want you to need them. They're loving it. They condition you to be dependent on the government. We got a whole generation that's living on welfare. The 9-11 first responders can't get health care. If you and I don't, then nobody will care. And now they want a carbon tax. They might as well sell air. Are you just going to sit there and let the new world order? Is in the food that you ordered? What will you do in your corner? We've been abused. And the truth is distorted before the news gets reported But the clues are imported before the music's recorded Because the youth is important I hear a who just like Horton I see the jewels in your sport I say you're glued to your fortune This is for the waterboarding and the people they've tortured Cloaked in Christianity, preaching the Lord's word I had this as a premonition before it occurred This is for the suppressed technologies that they're hiding from us For the people in power that keep lying to us The international bankers in their eyes I see lust The truth will come to the light You can't disguise what you've done We gotta band together Do what we can to spread the knowledge Pass out documentary DVDs at every college Like freedom to fascism Loose change and end game You watch these films and it'll never be the same Check out Coast to Coast AM Infowars.com Don't worry I've got more Disclosureproject.org Wearechange.org There's another top source Go and do some research You need to realize We need a second American revolution We're in the middle of a revolution We need a second American revolution We have a second American revolution We need a second American revolution The country was on the verge of revolution We need a second American revolution The second American revolution Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401 and avoid 941-421-0401 If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401 We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com It was a calm, cool night in the 
streets where things are gritty in the lounge on the east side of town in New York City. Where the rich show face in the air is something sleazy. Suit and ties get away from their wives, the women easy. An upscale atmosphere with some wallow. Consumed by material life inside the hollow. Like the chick at the bar smoking on a cigar quick. Her heart pumps fast as they're sharp as guitar picks. She sees a man with another skirt. The type to triple her net worth for making your neck jerk. And that's a goddamn shame. Cause she was packing a nine and a crime was no game. So I'm ducking to a restroom. Followed suit and lick shots as the bass went boom. She can't remember how she got in this place. Took a look in the mirror but didn't recognize her own face. Then I'm singing my heart's bleeding for someone else. So what I'm seeing, I'm leaving up on the shelf. When I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming. More like love at first sight Around midnight We might just see a bar fight It never fails Now that Mickey's out of jail He was Jimmy's friend The one that left the phony paper trail Heard he got cold feet So we got off the street But he was in too deep The man was never the same And now his new thing looks like Alcohol and cocaine And in the streets that's fresh But up in here this place It's nothing but stress Can a man be changed? In an insane world, the crazy man becomes king. Or is it just this place that's known to steal your soul? I hope you brought your suitcase. Or was it just too late to go back in time before his chick blue face? When I'm singing, my heart's bleeding for someone else. So what I'm seeing, I'm leaving up on the shelf. When I'm He started moving packs, no need for crack, this place was upscale Ecstasy and coke were number one on the sales No worries about jail, he had cops on the books One week he had your fix, as well as the crooks But tonight he was shook, caught by the devil's eye Red dress, blowing smoke, hand resting on his eye Shine like diamonds in the sky He stopped for a minute, but had to keep moving And adding up the digits, he was trying to live it The American dream, a life full of schemes Obtained by any means, he tried to up the profit But trying to make it up, but the word on the street is that it wasn't good enough. Joe met him at the club, said they had to talk. Just come with me and let's take a little walk. walk. When I'm singing, my heart's bleeding for someone else. So what I'm seeing, I'm leaving up on the shelf. When I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming of someone else. So I got my
Gospel blasting up a Y'all know what that means. Third hour of the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. You know, we talk about a lot of serious things, and, uh, you know, we had two great interviews tonight. Uh, I want to thank both Adam Armstrong from Rebel Inc. and, of course, of course Nikki Allen Pohl, N.A. Pohl, N.A. Pohl, the Panic Hour. Check them out. I, I really appreciate what they're doing. I appreciate the conversation I just had with him. And you know what? I, I Like I said, I stay in the middle. I try to... I try to see it from everybody's angle, and I try to take in a little bit from what everybody tells me. So, yeah, you know, I might be uh, associated with some people that he's having issues with. But that's his place to have those issues. And I just give a voice to whoever wants to share things. So don't get mad at me if he said something that bothered you. So I'm going to say that right now and get that one out in the clear. Because I like him. I like what he had to say. I think he has some great ideas. All right? That's just my feeling. Take it for what you want to take it for. But we are going in the third hour, which is supposed to be the fun hour. Uh, we've had some people having a little too much fun tonight, but uh, we'll bring bring everybody back in, hopefully now for the fourth, for the third hour, to have some fun with us. Uh, if you're new to the first 52, this is what we do. You know, we, like I said, we talk about some serious stuff, and uh, we need a, a wind down period at the end of the show to really uh, get ourselves straight and still have a little fun and show you we're not crazy. It's not, it's not always a serious show. It doesn't always have to be a serious show. Hello? Is she on your mic? Yes. Uh, hello. Hello. Hi. Lexi's with us, of course. Hello. Hello, Gladys. And hello. Ferris is off in the background. Spicoli. Hello. Spicoli has also joined us. But the thing about Spicoli is now he's, he's got, got new shit there. He's got new shit. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's oh, a nice. That's a nice mic right. stand you got. Yeah, I like there. that. I want that mic stand. Yeah, it's not it's not bad, and I'm working with the AKG, the C21 for I, I got something that was gonna be good for broadcasting and recording because I'm gonna start doing some fucking around with ambient miking techniques. You hear that like, difference already? Total yeah. difference already, dude. And, and that's through Skype. Imagine if he was on Mumble. Yeah, much better, dude. Much much. See, it, it took a mic and a good board though. You got to admit but the that. whole thing is, right now. I'm not hooked up through the board. I'm still on my inbox. Uh, the audio. Uh, oh, see, inter- then it just took a good mic. Then I think Part somebody it- said that to you. Part of it is, yes, and I, I went over the top with the mic and the board as well, too, but uh, when, I, when I get the board hooked up, again, when I was telling you the auxiliary send, fi- figuring that out, it's not that hard. It's just that everything is through a fat channel. I don't have individual knobs per row, per se. Right, so look, thing is take right, a, no, we're not going to do tech talk. Seriously, give take a, a quick advice and then get on it. Take a picture of it, close up, and send it to me. I'll give you my email. Uh, direct message me. Via Twitter, and I'll I'll send you an email, and I'll I'll I will, we'll, I'll actually walk you through it because it took me even though I knew the phys the the physics of it, it took me six eight months to figure out why it is, and then now I actually actually explain it to you, and you'll understand it. So yeah, we won't we won't take over with tech talk. I'll get you on the backside, Dave. <laughs> Later, man. Uh, he's he's going to get you on the backside. He said. I mean, only mark that tape. How lucky am I? Well. <laughs> You weren't even part based of, on the uh, picture I saw last night. Not very yeah. lucky. Look, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that picture's down now, anyway. So. Oh, I've got the hard copy, my friend. <laughs> All right. Well, that needs to. Well, I don't give a fuck. It's Whatever, man. Now. Whatever. There's yeah, no having a good time. There's no face in it, and plus, it was funny as shit. So <laughs> exactly. I stepped up. I told Mike I was like I had to step up the boob content for the show, so I made a sacrifice. There you go, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I stepped up. Well, it's just for the whatever. For the you did a. Portion. You made an impression. Definitely made it in a pr- and I was sleeping at the time. 
Kevin, the sticker guy, was trying to get that picture today, and I said, uh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> huh. How much you got, Kevin? <laughs> no, 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 no. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Hey, we, I'll just fuck with we you. We should also, in the last hour, we should talk about the uh, Rebel oh, League yeah. contest. I, I've got one given away. Right. Um, I, I need to know from Skin Biscuit if he wants the uh, soundtrack to the Revolution or what's the title? You know what? One? Send him both. Send him Sold and Soundtrack to the Revolution. All right, we can do you that. You know what? Because he's, he's extra special. And well, we, got yeah, four... we know he's extra special, but in a whole other way. All right, so then we have four so- Solds and one more Soundtrack to the Revolution. So I think we should make another dual disc. This will get rid of it easy. And then three stragglers. Okay. L- listen to Promo Boy over here. All right, so uh, let's do this. Uh... You got you got to tweet it out to Janice live because you want Rebel Link to play Janice live. Right. I, you know we got to do it because he was the only too. one that did it, right? Yeah, he did it. Yeah, yeah. Skin Biscuit did it. Right. So I retweeted it if you want to know what you got to tweet out. You got one, the first person to do a, uh, a, 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 a me tweet out me Sean Lexi and what's his face over there? Ferris. <laughs> Ferris. V Carsley. <laughs> v Carsley and what's Ed, his face? You know you want to hear a Rebel Link at Janice live. You'll get. There's one more left. And then the ten o'clock in the ten o'clock hour, like the background noise is completely Ferris just being drunk. Oh, actually, no. I'm sorry. The nine o'clock hour, I could hear behind dude. Adam. It's like Ferris is in the background, like having a badass time, which dude, is great. Eric, shh, shh, you have no idea. <laughs> no fucking idea. Yeah, it was a good time. We still had fun. Still right. went well. See, you missed the, the wrong week. Well, I guess I, I missed the wrong weekend because I'm coming up next weekend. Yeah, so that's what I was saying I to Lexi. I said, we're going to have a full, like, flotation of people coming and going for, like, the next <laughs> month and a half because Amber's coming down soon. You'll yeah. be down. They, they were coming down. It's fun, I'm gonna try to. Yeah, I'm going to try to make it back down when Amber's down, too. Uh, I'm going to try to. I can't guarantee it, but uh, just got some new tires on the car today, too. Fuck, that's... I dropped a lot of money this week. Dude, <laughs> you, all you got to do is come to my house and we'll drive. All three of us will drive down because, you know, she's coming down, I don't know, like Wednesday or Thursday, and I plan on driving down Friday. So if you if you work it out. So I, get off, I get off at 5 on Friday. That's a pro- Well, I might be able to get uh, off at 3. That's what's happening uh, next Friday, too. I'm getting off at 3 so I could beat the traffic and possibly be up there. I, I haul ass when I drive, so I think I should be down to return. Yeah, all right, so here's the deal. Come come to Tampa. We, you, I'll tell you where to park. You throw your shit in my truck. This is Mark she's talking about. Right, and we go right down here because she's going to make it down here for Drunk and Disorderly. And you'll be back on Sunday, though, right? Or when uh, are you, when are you Yeah, back? yeah, yeah. We'll go back. We'll go back on Sunday. We'll go back up. We'll right. stay here till Sunday night. Saturday, we'll get up early and go home Sunday. All right, cool. There you go. Plans are made. All right, anyway. I well, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta work this out with... Uh, Amber. <laughs> well, of course you do. Let's. Uh, I do have a few things up here that I, I want to kind of touch on. We did touch on the Scalio comments, so we don't need to do that one again. Um, what's been bothering me, and I've been touching on. You know, we were on. Uh, I was on Jack Blood's show on uh, the Micro Effect on Monday, and then uh, Thursday, Dave and I were both on Bob Tuscan's show, which I didn't know we were going to be on for an hour. Well, no, no, no. Or, I mean, we, I didn't we, know we, we were going to be on for three hours. We, I thought we were going to be on for an hour. Right. We thought we were going to be on for three hours, but he, he threw it out and said, you want to hang out? So we hung out. We hung out until the end of the show. Yeah, it was a really good time. Yeah. Uh, Bob Tuscan is a good guy. Uh, I like the show he does. I enjoy talking with him. I hate the fucking breaks here. every ten and a half uh, the, minutes, though. <laughs> the, the, the breaks were killing me. I'll agree with you on that. But, um, you know, he's got a good show out there, and we do simulcast it when we have open slots. Wasn't it great, though, to hear from people all across the country? And we heard from people from, like, uh, the West Coast, uh, the Northeast. It was actually kind of cool. And those guys 
and I hate to diss our listeners, but those guys were on fucking point. His listeners were on point. God bless. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, but I was, I, was, I was trying to get you to keep going because that sneeze just snuck up on me. <laughs> you just uh, completely cut off as soon as you sneezed. Well, no, no, I, I thought he was trying to tell me to wrap it up. But no, it was, I was trying to tell you to wrap take it, it on. Right, right, right. There's no universal symbol for wrap it up or keep it going. I but anyway. Snooze, I got a snooze going. <laughs> oh, wait. I have. There's something over in the kitchen I have to check. It's oh, been, yeah. it's been five minutes. To- yeah, why don't you, why don't you take care of that real quick? Uh, all right, so there's a good chance I'm going to come back in a completely different mood. So Spicoli, how much of the show did you hear tonight? Uh, I listened to a lot of the uh, Adam Armstrong uh, interview because I heard the you know the drunken Ferris in the background. And then uh, I listened to some of Napo. Um, He's talking about a lot of the same stuff you uh, know already. So you know, not not just that I was uh, I'm still fucking with the board and everything. Oh like, yeah, trying to get shit settled. Yeah. What the fuck? Hi, Gloria. <laughs> What's up? How are you? Now that we got you back again. What? What, did he kick you out of the bedroom or something? No, he's right there. Tommy, say hi. 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 Tommy said hi. I feel better now. There for, you go. For those of you who don't know, this is the drunken, stupid part of the first 52. We, we do our wind-down time, and the we what? invite people like this so, to join us <laughs> to help make it easier for us. Because you feel a lot smarter with somebody like hey, this. Hey, Sean? Yeah. I forgot to turn it on. Genius, <laughs> Dumbass. Dumbass. I didn't know how to, but now I know. No, I'll, I'll be back. I'll, I'll leave. See, you didn't see a light come on before, didn't I? I, I've I never told, used one before. I, and I told couldn't you use the temperature rest. setting. You did, but you didn't tell me to push the button in. In order to Where's set Lexi? the temperature, you have right. to push Right. Well, now in. I know. All right. Lexi. So I'll be back in five minutes. I mean, I'm going to be gone. Lexi. Getting, Lexi. Lexi's in a love affair with Ben. Yeah, she, she's getting molested by Ferris. <laughs> sexually assaulted, I would think. I'm not being sexually assaulted. I am having fun, thank you. Lexi, oh, Lexi, Lexi. thank you. Ask, ask Ferris what his prospects are. <laughs> I did that earlier today. Yeah, we talked about that already today. <laughs> Actually, Ferris is a much more mellow person at this point. He, oddly he's enough. explored new options. What, Gloria? What, what do you, you want, doing? Gloria? Is that hair gel? <laughs> is that? That's hair gel. <laughs> you sure it's not something about Mary? That's what I'm talking <laughs> Glad you got that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was. Look at it. She's like, she doesn't know what to say now. Right. She's, uh, she's blushing. She, she's medicated. How about you, Eric? How are you doing with the medication? Uh, pretty damn good. I need, to, I need to quit drinking, though. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm actually going I'll be honest. I'm having troubles in school this, uh, this semester. And... She had troubles in school. Yeah, just it's fucking harder to understand some of the sh- uh, the the electronics classes are. It's not like it's it's a shitload of formulas, uh, a lot of formulas actually. So we and should do all of them. We should do a Raz Radio Station sobriety month because <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to quit drinking. Uh, oh, we're all gonna go on the wagon for tomorrow. A month. Yeah, a month. And you know, let's do show. Uh, I'm not saying we that would be a good time for me to start that because you know, right? Well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a little I'm a little couple of sheet. Th- two, I'm a, a sheet and a half into the wind. I plan on being three sheets to the wind. Options have changed, Nicole. Yeah, options have yes. changed. I was gonna say, and well, my uh, my whole thing is I I'd like to get another better job, but I need to get a, a different fucking job. It's it's just eating me eating me up being at this place. I've been here five years in April, so yeah, well, anytime you're there. At least you're working. Do you want you want your spot back? She's going yeah, to do yes, something yes, she, she shouldn't does. be doing. Yes, she does. She so, uh, like, Lexi, I'm sorry I'm so long-winded. Wait, she doesn't have her headphones on yet. Drunk and disorderly. 
Apparently, I'm a long-winded motherfucker. I gotta so. say, Hi, long-winded motherfucker. I gotta say, last night's drunken disorderly, <laughs> the, the parts I heard were very good. I think the game was was spot on and and was uh, very entertaining as a listener to it. You know, I was sitting there just listening. I thought that was, was a really good thing. I was talking to Mike about that today too. I was like, this is one of the best D and Ds that I've heard in a while. So less cocks, it's a better time. <laughs> and, you know, less cock, more vagina. Yeah, and. uh it was weird, you know, getting just, you know, Gloria on there. That was cool. Having, uh, it was, what was it? Gloria, Gloria is weird. Caroline, uh, what? Lexi and Amber. So what? She's like a little John. What? <laughs> okay. Get yeah. Weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, goodness gracious. Totally derailed. What? Yes. See what happens when you bring Gloria in. So anyway, I do want to talk. Shut up! I do want to talk about. It's been a night of drunkenness. Yeah, I know. I'm not gonna lie. Not for me. (laughs) There are some things I do want to try to touch on. Are we giving away some merch (laughs) tonight? Yeah, I'm waiting for tweets still on that one. Unless I missed them. Let me see here. Go back and check my Twitter. Twitter. There are some things I want to talk about. Um. Spicoli. Yes. So you you were in and out on Poe's thing, and I don't know if you heard us talking about the uh, how how they're trying to demonize pot now. Really, I hadn't noticed. Yeah, they got the, all these what? stories. We got the first lady. You know, we talked about last week. The first lady died in England from from uh, overdosing on marijuana. <laughs> Apparently, at least that's what they're claiming. That's <laughs> better. So. <laughs> and now, now, Spicoli, did you read the study that came out this week about fatal car crashes? Uh, in in relation to cannabis yeah. consumption? Yeah, yeah fatal, that's, that's completely bullshit. Fatal car crashes involving marijuana have tripled. Tripled, Spicoli's no. tripled. Wow. Wait, what is it, tripled? Uh, tripled is what they say. Tripled. Well, tripled? You know, the... The death rate in uh, in Britain from cannabis has just doubled within the last ten years because the first person to die in uh, Britain from cannabis was uh, a guy in uh, like two thousand four, two thousand six, and then it was just recently earlier this week that the uh, Christian mother, uh, yeah, she she died uh, apparently just because the joint was underneath her. It's not like a fucker if he dies with you know from a heart attack and they find a cheeseburger there. They're saying that the cheeseburger caused the death. It, it, it's a complete coincidence and. Um, I do see that there's a, something in the air that everybody's demonizing it a little bit more now. They're trying to find ways to make it a little bit more horrific than it actually is. But uh, the toxicology, as you say, there's nothing to say that she died. The the lady died from cannabis. Uh, fatal car crashes. If you might have cannabis in your system, that has nothing in relation to where you might be at the current point in time. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Who Eric. Fuck you, Eric. You too, Ferris. What's going on, buddy? Hey, who is this, Eric? Who is this? You tell me who it is, Eric. Goddamn monkey snout, motherfucker. Fuck you, motherfucker, you little fucking goddamn primate bitch. Well, that's just fantastic. I love you. (laughs) Glory's a little excited now. I I know. I love you. I fucking love you, you little fucking whorebag face fucking scrotum bitch. Goddamn third monkey ass ball face bitch well i love you baby <laughs> that that's the that's the mode ferris is in tonight just yes. for the record that's right 
Uh, at least you don't have to go round him up from a bar upstairs down the street from where Ned uh, is performing. It's it's only because he got very uncomfortable with my third middle finger. <laughs> is that what wow. they're calling it nowadays? Well, you know. It's small enough that it could be a middle finger. <laughs> you know, whatever he says. <laughs> my third middle finger is. So really anyway, can I get back to my, my tripling of car accidents with marijuanas? Well, yeah. you, you could if anybody cared about your story. Yes, you could. So, but instead, I suggest you tell something that somebody gives a shit about. Well, okay. Statistics. More statistics well, on that. Trick something can't over there. Be, yeah. Well, here, here's what it's saying, all right? Uh, you hear the noise I, I got to deal with, I right? I know. I'm an yeah. asshole. Whatever. Yeah. Glad, as long as you realize it, we're good. Fine. At least all I'm right. not the drunkest dick on the, on the air today. Yeah, <laughs> you're not the drunkest dick on the air today. I will fucking slap you right in the face with your drunkest dick, you fucking little bitch. <laughs> Fuck you, Eric. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Anyway, I love you. I'm getting <laughs> anyway, he loves you. <laughs> By the dark match, Andrew Zimmern. It's like, what the fuck? All right, so anyway, let's get to this study here real fast. Yeah. I do want to cover this and talk about I this know. tonight. I'm, I'm just about to choke out Sean's fucking wife. Right so, uh, <laughs> I, I got a big knife over here. Don't forget to pen. <laughs> All right, so anyway. Currently, one of nine drivers involved in fatal crashes would test for po- test positive for marijuana. That's what they're claiming, which I could actually see being a factor uh, because it stays in your body for thirty to forty days. Exactly. I mean, were they high at the time? Like, if it was a if it's a blood test, right? If it was a saliva test or some other type of you know uh, a short term period test, I would I would completely maybe agree. That you could say part of it was a factor, oh but God, a blood test, no, no. Right, it says here, it says here, uh, researchers found that drugs played, drugs, not marijuana, drugs, played an increased role oh in God, fatal, fatal traffic accidents. Uh, oh drug God, driving accounted for more than 28% of traffic no. deaths in 2010 no. and 16% more than it was no. in 1990. Jesus Christ. So they're claiming that uh, that there's more marijuana deaths from it. I think that, like you said, with the extended you know period that it can actually be in your blood system, and it's not it's not a contributing factor because I think all of us know that. uh, I've I just recently had a, a possible experience to where in transit I, you know, was probably not driving and uh, I was just riding along, and the cannabis first of all relaxes your senses and I was so much more aware of what was going on than the person who was driving, and uh, I was pointing things out to them that they like didn't even see, up to you know a certain point to just that my reactionary time was. I wasn't the one driving as well, but I could point out more relevant information than they were even be able to comprehend as them just being worried in their own focused mind. So if we were going to talk about somebody actually driving under the influence of cannabis, that's completely bullshit to think that if anything, it'll slow down your reaction time, but you're not driving like an asshole when you're drunk. When you're drunk... No, when you're when you're high, you're not driving like an asshole. When you're drunk, you tend to drive like an asshole. Exactly, because right. you've already got that liquid courage going. It's that same. It's it's a, it's it's you know it's an ego fucking boost to to do whatever you want to do. Look at all these assholes who who eat it while they're drinking. I don't know what happened, you know, with the Paul Walker situation with the guy who was driving, 
Uh, I know that Ryan Dunn and and that guy were uh, his his passenger were drunk. Uh, there there's a lot of cases to where look what happens. You know, I don't want to do a hundred miles an hour when I'm drunk. No, I don't either. I don't like to do a hundred mile, miles an hour when I'm sober. I mean, really, you want to be honest about the fact. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Sean. I know you love me, Gloria. All right, so anyway, yeah, you just see all this pop, pop propaganda coming out. You know, the, the chick dying. We played the the video of the kid that got poisoned with marijuana. You know, there's just so many different, and and the flow is in, has increased recently, and I just I find that amusing to a degree. Well, they're demonizing a lot of things right now. If you want to look at it, uh, there was something that I'm not going to get too in depth in in it because I'm actually going to want to talk about it on my show, but. The e-cigarette forum and and how e-cigarettes are being looked at are are kind of coming up in question. And uh, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about because I've heard that you know it's causing pneumonia for people uh, and different things like that. Uh, I have the arthritis. <laughs> the gout. You are She's arthritis. Gout too. And the, no, I'm just fucking with. You. <laughs> Don't get short with me. I am short, so thanks. I will always stay short. Yeah, Spicoli and I are actually almost the same size. He's got like 15, 20 pounds on me. Oh, yeah. that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, Me you want snoo-snoo. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jaja Bing. Oh, craziness. All right, so what else? Uh, what do you, what do you, what have you been thinking about, Spicoli? What's going on? You know, actually, one thing I have been thinking... I'm going to do a little bit of research into it this weekend, but uh, I'm coming into, like I said, some of these hurdles in school, and uh, I've already divulged a lot of uh, personal reasons to why my brain functions may not be the same as everybody else, and uh, that's, you know, not going to be extended or, or expanded upon here. It's already been divulged, but what I'm uh, going to start researching, too, I was in the gifted, gifted program when, when I was in school, and I always thought it was a crock of shit, and it was for basically... I'm not going to say half autistic kids or anything like that, but everybody in the gifted program is weird. And I was in the gifted program as well, too. So, well, you're weird. So kind of, yeah, but I want to look at the, I want to, I want to look at the, uh, the, the correlation to how, you know, these people get placed in these types of programs. Cause it's not like an AP placement, you know, advanced placement is, is advanced placement. This is gifted, which is just another term for basically special, you know? Uh, wow. He's going to make that cat go up into the stratosphere. But anyway, you've got to... Ben's playing with my pussy right now. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a little bit of concern about some of these programs, too. Not to say that, like, you're mislabeling people. Because I'm not fucking retarded. But uh, I'd always struggled with some things as a kid just differently. Uh, mostly social issues. So that's why I think the gifted program in itself was like an... To put antisocial people together and make them more antisocial. Yeah, but it's like, but you rather than you've just now segregated us even more. Gloria is one of them too, I think. I think she was in an autistic class also. Like yeah, <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty I, sure she was at least. That's really yeah. not very nice. It's just a truth. A, I don't know if it is. It's just nothing wrong with that. I don't know. <laughs> is that that's Gloria right there? Yeah, that, that one, that crazy looking one there. That's Gloria. That, Gloria, what's up? What's going on with you? Fucker, what's going on? I don't know. You you seem kind of aggressive, and Eric is like totally not aggressive. So I'm think... not aggressive. <laughs> really? You sure? I'm just kidding angry. me? Yeah, me. I can, I can get I can get mean as fuck, dude. Come on. Have, have you ever been slapped in the face by your own vagina? I have. 
Really? Because so it's have I. I believe that. I know. Actually. So have I. I'll never forget. I know. I can't believe that. I feel. Thank you. It's I, like I'm Disney so, World. Right now, we're like we're like brother and sister right there. Have you ever got so mad you attack somebody with there your vagina? Yes. Twice. Yes, I have. Yes. Twice. That's why, dude. I totally fucking feel for this girl right here. She got slapped no in her face idea. with her own vagina. I have no idea yeah. who she is, but I swear it's to God, big enough. dude. I'm telling you right here, my heart. Dude, my I've hung out with her, girl. man. She's the coolest chick ever. I know. Don't, no, don't inflate Dude, her head, my, please. My heart is totally. No, I had a really good time with her. I'm sorry Are you to hear that. Ferris, Ferris what? Is the inflated head. It was getting boring for a minute. What was getting boring? Let you. Me, let me clear my throat. I'm always boring to you, I thought. And shut up and go back to Brooklyn. What? I've made a drinking game of your entire everything. Of my entire everything? <laughs> okay. She wants my entire everything, I think. I don't know what that is, but that's kind of fucking awesome anyway. Yeah, so Eric, what the hell is going on over there? Did you do this to us or what? What's happening? Yeah, I completely made you belligerent and drunk. Yeah. That who was is, all my fault. Who is who's controlling vagina over here? Because I think that she's controlling. There, the there's real no vagina. controlling that vagina, Eric. Obviously. You didn't. I, you didn't I think cause she owns the belligerence. The it was at full effect for hours. Yeah. I'm sure. There, there's many flashlights floating around in there, Ferris. I think she owns the vagina. I got video of it. <laughs> Two Wait, flashlights. What? Am I wrong? Do you not own the vagina? Because I think you I do. The vagina? The vagina. I mean, I got one and Said I got one vagina. Right to own, so. Yeah, but I think you got a couple on fucking point and you have fucking, you know. Where is this conversation going? Nowhere. I don't know. Where, <laughs> where, I came in, I came into the conversation because he was, he was reading an article. Oh. It took me five minutes that. to get my fucking mic turned on, but. Oh, I didn't know you were trying Dave? to get your mic turned on. Yeah, that's Dave. Yeah. Dave, what's up? What's up, Gloria? Hey! Oh my god, I'm so drunk you should be here. What's not much. What's up? Most women don't, don't like to hear that, Dave. How's the stupid weather up there? It's stupid and cold. <laughs> where Where are you? I am in Virginia. Right. Virginia. She's oh, in Virginia. You're in Virginia. <laughs> like a twofer. A twofer, know, right? <laughs> Yo, that girl. That girl drives yeah. from fucking uh, Englewood. I'm from Manhattan. You're from Virginia. <laughs> Well, she's not from vagina. She's from Jack's ass. Well, well, she's in vagina, so well, she likes sense. to be in vagina. I'm cold. Whatever. We are sl we are quickly losing audience members. All the people that kind of listen to us from uh, the, the Dave, the you have been stressing me out all night about this. I know. This. Well, it was important. Yeah, what happened to your five minute interlude? Why don't you go take care of that shit? It yeah, fucking, really. I couldn't get it working, but I I just did regular pipe. Uh, I didn't. I mean, uh, <laughs> what? What? What the hell was that? What? What? Yeah, I was gonna say it was Gloria. Okay. Oh, okay. Ooh, I'm too loud. <laughs> Just a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh look, yeah, he, yeah. he's looking up Iran warship sends to U.S. Border. No, I just want the drugs to I see know, what was going on. It is. What? The, it's. Did you see that? Uh, did you see the Daily Current uh, story about the Russian guy? Who Dude, Daily the... Current. Read the Daily Current. Read. Go back. Go to the uh, about page, and it's a satirical page. All right? I know. I I wasn't bringing it up as a series. It's funny to see that. There. You, He's over there. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna really call him out. Let but it was Shannon Burke. Just there. Shannon. Shannon Burke tweeted it out first, or not tweeted, but it was on Facebook. Over there. Lexi, over there. What are you? Shh, be quiet for a second. Yeah. All I hear is drunk belligerent, like. Well, Gloria. go ahead. Get yeah. Gloria. Let's Gloria. give Gloria the stage for a second. This bring Gloria, some it ain't your right? show. You don't have one because you refused to. Fuck off. Oh, that You're... was. No. Yet is the key word there, motherfucker. Yeah. What, what's a key word? Yet. Yet Yeti? what? Yeti? Yeti? You're a Yeti? When did you. 
I always knew you were too big for a reason. <laughs> okay, well, all right. <laughs> Sorry, I went stupid for a second there, but it's all right. I... Ben singing for you. Me llamo Gloria. I'm get thrown. I work here, and I'm gonna get thrown out of my apartment tonight. Uh, ben doesn't work that way. Ben, Ben, <laughs> somebody's gonna call the cops. All right, and that's not a, not gonna be good. Don't say the c word. Too funny. That's a dirty word. Guys, hold on. What? what? Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. But I tried to get him to smoke pot because I knew it pushed him over the edge, and he and he didn't do it. Well, why would you try to push him over the edge? Because I I, I thought he would go to sleep. I should have I should have dabbed him out because I have a tendency oh to put people on their fucking ass when I die. I, okay, Sean, I'm not going to mention the other names, but Sean was one. He already divulged that there's been three other people that I've put on their ass, and one. Yeah, I've seen two of them. Well, I've seen the, I've watched you do it to one person, and that's what makes me forgot think. about I forgot about the other one, and I'm not going to mention her name, but I remember what? that. One. Wait, what, uh, Gloria? What? And what? What? Okay. What? The rambling of a retard. Huh? There you go, live on RazRadioLive.com. You know, that is not very PC of you. What, since when has this show been PC? Yeah, really. Oh, yeah. I, I said nigger earlier. <laughs> did you not hear that? I, did, I didn't hear that. Well, I said it again. I said loud. I said the head Wait, nigger. Did, what did you just say? I just missed what you said. What did you I, say? I, well, earlier, I'm going to put it in context. Earlier, while I was talking to Annie Poe, that people think they are, they're the head nigger in charge. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I totally missed that one. Well, it's because I don't we don't care for that. Couldn't you just have used an acronym? What, uh, I don't what, find it offensive. I just don't care for it. Would you well, get more mad if you said the head kike in charge? <sighs> no. How about the head chink in charge? No, like, I mean. How about just giving just, me head? All of it's just gross. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. How about charging you for head? Well, well hold on a second. No, no, I don't no, pay for head. that would just be ridiculous. Nobody comes. No, do it for free. She listen, 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 guys. Listen, guys. No, there's something about marrying the hair anyway. Here's so. the difference. Nobody comes up to you and goes, my kike, right? They go up to you and said, my nigga, <laughs> right? So, I don't give a fuck who you're talking to or what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> There's a muffin fight going on. <laughs> oh, oh, is that a super broke snorted? Jesus, Gloria snorted. That was. Oh Gloria my God! Snorted. You should have heard Ben. He was chortling for like a half an hour <laughs> and laughing about how he was chortling. Shut up, motherfucker. What a long asleep. night this has been. Yeah. yeah, all right, so we've lost all the new listeners. Bring me shots. No, I think we died. No, I thought the interviews went great. Look, look at him like a fucking king of the castle. Bring me my shots. <laughs> Bring me a shot. I like this drink. Oh, Another. Piss boy. Piss boy. Oh, piss boy. Piss boy. It's good to be the king. <laughs> I need something. I love my to, people. Bring it to me now. Are we doing shots? Is that weird? Yeah. yeah, we yeah. got fireball. Fireball. Yeah. Oh, Anytime. I saw that like a fifth of that's like twelve bucks. Ow. I was at the liquor store the other day. I was like, Damn. "We got a handle for twenty-four, yeah, twenty-five. <laughs> I just, I just got hit in the chest with a mini muffin. I got your mini muffin for but, you. I was gonna say, what is that? Like a small Asian chick? That just... <laughs> no, it's fucking in your chest. No, Ben threw ben, it at him. Ben threw us. Ben threw us. Ben threw breakfast at me. It's not even midnight yet. Why are we eating God, breakfast? Well, look, He's like Danny McBride, and this look, this is look, the end. He's like this. cooking all your fucking bacon while it's like the last bit of food that you have while you're waiting to be rescued. That's the way it happens. I'm used to it. Hey, it's okay. Hey, check this shit out. So anyway, 
I'm trying to find unsuper serious stuff. Uh, oh, this oh, this one. isn't on super serious, though, Spicoli. Did you hear about the firefighter getting arrested? No. Where? California. California. Or? Um, parking his fire truck to protect the crash scene as the rescue workers worked on the vehicle. I got an ice in there. What, what, what so the, the, the crime that, that an, was involved in is what? Because basically firefighters have... Uh, Carte blanche to do whatever they need to. You can, as a fire truck, you can drive over a curb. You can do whatever you need to with your vehicle as a necessary function to complete your job. Yes, absolutely. When you are at an accident scene or a medical emergency, either EMS or or a fire department has control of the scene. Cops are there to direct traffic. End the story. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so that's what he got arrested for. Let's play this. I could use a second here, so... I'm going to play this little video or audio here for you. Okay, I don't have time for a cell phone. This is ridiculous. CHP is arresting engineer Gregoire for where he spotted the fire engine. A CHP officer handcuffs a Chula Vista firefighter on the scene of a crash. And tonight we're hearing the reaction over the radio as the incident escalated. Good evening and thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Barbara Lee Edwards. And I'm Carlo Cicchetto. One of our cameras was rolling as all this happened, and today both agencies met to talk it over. CBS News 8's Abby Alford is live in our newsroom with the fallout. Abby? Barbara Lee and Carlo, CHP will not give us information about who this officer is or if he's been reprimanded for cuffing a firefighter during a rollover accident in Chula Vista last night on the 805 near Telegraph Canyon Road and East Orange Avenue. But we are told before this dispute, CHP has threatened to arrest other area firefighters for not moving their trucks out of the lane blocking traffic. But our cameras caught the first area firefighter slapped with cuffs. Thousands of comments on the CBS News 8 Facebook page and website outraged about a handcuffed firefighter in Chula Vista. Hey, I just want to, he's, he's arresting me. Chula Vista firefighter Jacob Gregoire calls for his supervisor. Only CBS News 8 has this heated exchange between the veteran firefighter and an unnamed CHP officer about the safety of where the fire truck is parked during a rollover accident. You should pause that. You should pause that and read it out because we can't hear. What? What is? All right. They said we asked you. We asked you clear the road, and you said no. And you are, you are getting arrested for not moving it. All right. So when is when is not moving an emergency vehicle a crime? Well, see, the thing is, no, 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 well, that's what I was mentioning to him at the, uh, before you joined back in, saying that you basically have carte blanche as, as, a, as a rescue worker to do what you need to to complete your job. You can drive over a curb. You can do. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna plow a car off the road. No, no, but... no. Let, let's let's listen. Let's re- read what he because I can't see it from here. Why is he getting arrested again? Officer, we asked you. We asked you to clear the road. You said no, and you're going to get arrested for not moving it. Okay, so what is the crime? Is the crime that he didn't move his vehicle? Is there a statute on the books that says you must move your vehicle? You must move your emergency vehicle? No, the crime is that he didn't listen to what the cop told him to do. Thank you. That's the crime. I know where you're going. Contempt of cop. All right, can I finish here? 
CHP has guidelines to safely clear the road, but you see it's up for debate who was in the wrong legally. Firefighters say they park at an angle to protect emergency crews, patients, and drivers. We're in the middle of patient care with patients on the freeway. They're putting them in handcuffs at this time and walking them away. We spoke to the union president for Chula Vista Fire who says Gregoire did the right thing to protect the public. I'm very proud of Jake. He made all firefighters look good in that situation because he, he was there to protect the citizens and he was willing to take a stand to do that. This isn't the first time a firefighter's been detained. We found it happened in Santa Barbara involving a CHP and a firefighter. In Missouri, a firefighter was arrested by police and he was awarded 17 grand in a civil suit. Back here in Chula Vista, we're told that this isn't the first time that this type of dispute has happened, just never handcuffed until this moment. I truly believe in my heart that this is going to get solved. He's still got his gloves on. Now, Greg Wall was released about a half hour after being detained in the handcuffs. Brass from CHP and the fire department met this morning. They released this joint statement. In summary, it assures this is an isolated incident and both agencies strive for public safety and this should not happen again. We have reached out to firefighter Greg Wall, but he did not answer. Barbara Lee. You know what this goes to? This goes to the fact of a lot of things we talk about. We talked about on Bob's show on Thursday. This goes back to the fact that the police are given the impression that they have this authority well above the authority of the basic average person. They're not given the impression of that. They're giving the fact of that. Well, it's not a fact. It is a fact. No, it's yes. They are. They they have qualified. That that officer will not will not serve time for arresting somebody for no reason. Okay, you know, because because the fireman is is going to be let off, and there's no there's going to be no charges, but there's no repercussion for arresting him in the first place, and this is the fucking core of the problem. If if if, if officers if officers were accountable for the shit that they do, if they, if they were accountable for every single arrest, you know, um, you would you would see that arrest would drop dramatically if I could take somebody to court after the, my charges were dropped because there was no evidence. Then, officer, you had a wrongful arrest. And you know what's bullshit? Now you're talking about you know public service officials fighting each other that they're both there to help us. They're supposedly you know do well, a job. This, no, 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 no. This, this fight goes spicoli again. I did EMS for ten years in New Jersey, and and we were. I did EMS and we worked with a fire department and it, we even had a little inner battle there between us because we came much later after the fire department was already there. And you'll see this kind of thing. It's, it's a show of power and cops don't want to relinquish that power. Well, the problem is, is they don't make shit hardly a beat cop or, you know, you're working on the street. Same as a firefighter. Make they don't make, they make. Yeah, no, no. you got to understand what you're whatever facts and figures you're reading is for 40 hours a week. No cop does 40 hours a week. Yeah. They, they get twice. Yeah, that's as not counting their overtime. That's not counting their side pay for different jobs. They'll pick up. Yes, Gloria. What? 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 <laughs> uh, Gloria, put your headphones on. Are you not talking you're to not, the mic? You're not talking to anybody. You're no, we can't hear you. It looks like she's took a couple tabs of acid and is looking yeah. at Jimmy Hendrix or something. I can't wait till we could stream this live. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Be a lot of fun, though. Could you imagine drunk and disorderly? Oh, my God. I'm working on it. I'm working on it so that we don't have to worry about uh, nudity either. It's going to be it's gonna be uh, a subscription-based, though. Okay. Works for me. S- except for the hosts, right? The hose. 
the hosts. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say subscription based. It's, it's going to be user. That's uh, a hell of a mic spicoli got there. That, that's a I, I, that boom arm. What's that? A six foot boom arm? Uh, I'm I'm not exactly. Yeah, it's probably about two and a half. Yeah, you got about a six foot. Gloria and I, we can't hear you, Gloria. Is that maybe because Raz doesn't have your shit? No, she's up. up. Means she. What? she there you go. She hit the mute button. I might be an atheist, but there's a blessing from God, and now I just went to hell. <laughs> now he he understands. Trust me. <laughs> good God. Good God. Good God. I can't save you now. No, he what? can't. So who? Well, Gloria, you're in Virginia, which actually, what part of Virginia are you in? Virginia. She's uh, she's close enough to Washington D.C. That's all we care uh, about. She's not because uh, you know pot's legal in the district. Imagine that. Yeah, pot's legal in the district of Columbia. Keep all the yeah. bastards calm because they're uh, actually. I actually just went to a normal meeting the other night. Um, I heard. How'd that go? Yeah, they're supposed to be doing a. Uh, yeah, it went. Yeah. A march one of these days. <laughs> I have it written down. Yeah, that. March. that Right. Yeah. She's a great activist, I must say. You're, you're a good activist. You know, I've accomplished so much. The marches are. I'm doing my best. Dude, I she's, wish. She's going to be the perfect pot activist. She's going to go, yeah, we got to march. She's going to be. She's going to be like, yeah, we got to march. Dude, And then got, she's going to smoke a bowl wanted, and wake up the next know. day and go, oh, we were supposed to go on a march yesterday, well, man. When were we supposed to go to march? In March? March when? March 4th? When? Oh. When? What? Is it time yet, man? Yeah. Right, which gives well. Oh my yeah. God, Here's the thing, man. I'm I not. I don't know how to do that. You don't know how to do what? You don't know how to march? Yeah, you should probably not actually be. You should probably not. You should probably not be an activist, given. I do what I want. Yeah, but it's probably best for your family if you just kind of lay low. Trust me on this one. Whoa. Seriously. Best for your family. That thing. What thing? <laughs> did your what? husband? Did your husband just whip it out? Is that the no, first? Is that I the first? Is, is that the is, television sound? Is that like the second time you've ever seen it? Hey, check this out! <laughs> <laughs> wow, glad I saw the arm. <laughs> Still got a whoa, whatever it was. Hey, uh, How do I make it go to the thingy thing thing? That, that's for you two to figure out. We're not here to instruct you on your sex right. life, okay? Don't Sorry. you? How did you have it, one kid if you can't figure it out? <laughs> it took a lot of work. <laughs> Turkey baster and stuff. Well, when you have that big of a void, you know, you have to fill it up multiple times. <laughs> it turns in a little bit. <laughs> that just fucking sunk it on me. <laughs> Another snort. She got the good laugh, but she got the snort. She's gonna get the snort award. <laughs> Where's Lexi? I don't want to talk to you people. Lexi, honey. Well, that's why Drunken Disorderly was on last night. Didn't you? Then yeah. get and your I own. F- Wait a minute. I won trivia. Yeah, I was gonna say she won the trivia last night. Get re- get your own fucking radio show then. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you start broadcasting? Because that's what happened to me. Everybody's busting my fucking balls. Yeah. And I host my own show. Right. I don't want to, and I don't have well, to. The host and the speaking of, wait, but real fast. Uh, Tuesday night, Spicoli gave up some time, and he's going to actually yep. be on Monday this week, right? Yep. Uh, Monday at ten to whenever. Ten to yeah, ten to whenever on Monday. But on Tuesday, um, Jeff Mudgett and Ben or Ben uh, Brent Hatley. Brent Hatley will be doing a pilot I don't know what show. That is. So uh, everybody, make sure you check that out. Really? Wait, what? Damn. 
Yeah, Brent Hatley and, and Jeff Mudgett doing a show together Tuesday. And it's just where, where are you simulcasting or is it? No, that's there. It's on our station only. And I didn't. You didn't tell me why. I thought I told you earlier. Uh, you drunk fool. No, I wasn't that drunk. I've been pretty. Is that I've been... Lexi asleep over there? No, she's not asleep. She, she, right there. She's avoiding she's molestation. Right. <laughs> she's in a certain state of mind that you just can't comprehend. She's, honey, your girlfriend she's... wants to talk to you. And she's like, no, yeah, no. The couch. She's like, the, she, like that commercial. Have you ever seen that commercial? You want out? Uh. My my friend used to do stuff, but now all she right. just uh, tap in, sits there all day, and uh, melts into the couch. Oh wait, I guess well, I what? Guess guess who's calling us right now? Skin biscuits or Blind Lawrence? How'd Those you guess Skin Biscuits? Skin, what's uh, up? Just, I fucking know. Skin. What? Why is there a cat talking? I don't know. There's a cat there. <laughs> wait, why is there? Skin, oh, yeah. did you hack my Holy Skype? Shit. Skin biscuit. Yellow, you're there. Oh, I'm here. I'm sorry I was being interrupted by the non-radio etiquette lady that just continues to chime in. My bad. Why is there a cat staring at me since you called in? And Gloria doesn't know why either. But this cat is looking at me and yelling at me, and his eyes are moving, and it's really kind of freaky. What? <laughs> uh, did you hack my Skype skin biscuit? Um, yeah, that cat, if it was around... My area, we'd use it for uh, purposes of bait. Oh man, I'm a cat. <laughs> I got two cats. You can't come to my house now. Double tap to the back of the head. Dude, two uh, cats is four gators, man. I'm sorry. Skin biscuits. I got a perfect hotel room five minutes away from here. You don't have to hang out here. <laughs> and there's a lot of wild cats there. Sounds like date rape. No, worked by a lot of Chinese. Why is it? Used to have a lot of cats around here, and now the cat problem is actually a. Uh, it's, it's subsided. When Gloria talks to me, this cat that I'm looking at starts talking. Really? Yeah, watch. Dave. Oh, look, I see Gloria, her. talk. Staring into your soul, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and the eyes blink, too. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> it's like it's using all your facial records. See, this is... this is. How did you... Oh, look at look at This is society. How did you using, do that? It's using her facial recognition through the camera to make the cat's head move is, to is, what she's doing. NSA kitty. <laughs> <laughs> I, listeners, I wish you could see this because it's really kind of freaky. Right, really. Oh, that's can't weird. Even see it. Oh, look at oh. it moving when I move. Yeah, it it's, is. It's going with your m mouth. It's going oh, with your face. I'm gonna do something. Wait a um, oh, don't put your vagina up, please. <sighs> yes, yeah, skin. Uh, skip. <laughs> oh, she hung up. Uh, skin biscuit. Gloria is Lexi's high school friend. Best friend. Best friend. Okay, yeah. well, you should gut that cat right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was really freaky. Sorry, bro. Yeah. So what's up? What's going on with you? No, I, I just, I, I felt like Buzzard Bob, like I was being uh, abused on Twitter, like nobody wanted to respond to me. Then, uh, uh, well, you... dude, we've had, our, we've, uh, had uh, we've had our hands full. Yeah, we definitely had our hands full tonight. Yo, Skin, yeah, I was right. trying to give you some uh, favorites on the uh, tweets. I gave you some favorites and retweets, uh, too, man. What the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? Don't yeah, call me out. Favorite of every again. Skin, yeah. skin. You want you want two CDs and you know, half a dozen fucking bumper <laughs> bumper small bumper stickers, man. Don't you bitch tonight. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a deserving fan. I don't. I don't. Yeah, you give are. It to somebody like Sean. No, no, Sean already gave me a Rebel Inc. CD a long time ago, and you know, I just was trying to like 
you know, I heard you guys talking about it, so I just wanted to put it out there for people. All right. Well, how you many? Know. Which CDs do you have? Because he's only got the first one. So you, know, I didn't send. I know. Yeah. yeah, I'll you send you the second one. So here's the de- here's the deal. You send them both. He keeps you one. Give he, one away. He, he gives one to somebody. Yeah, there you go. So it's problem solved. Yeah, and, and give you, we'll give you half a dozen fucking little bumper stickers. Give them out. I've already, yeah, I've already passed on the other CD. Dude. My brother is listening to it now. He's loving it. Dude, uh, Sean, there's there's a mutual there's a mutual friend that the friend that I had friend. So, mutual yeah. friend. Mutual friend. All right, I've been drinking and smoking tonight. All right, so just give me a break. What you're talking about? You haven't been doing any of that shit in my house. Is. Can you explain it? Oh uh, yeah, before I came here. Anyway, mutual <laughs> friend I visited earlier this week. Mutual friend, friend. I said that friend. friend. No, you said okay. fund again. Yeah, the, all right, fund. this guy that you and I know. <laughs> he, you know, we were commenting on the Rebel Link sticker on my truck, and he's like, "Yeah, if you go down, if you leave here, go down to the right on this sign. There's a Rebel Link sticker way up there in you know Pasco County." Right. So I think that's awesome. I think, oddly enough, I think if, if there's they more come, than half the bottle there. I think uh, no, there's not more than half the bottle. <laughs> Shut up. Yes, there is. No, there is not. I'll, I'll show it to you. Mute minus. What? <laughs> 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 good one, Spicoli. I'll give you that one. That was a good one. Wow. All right. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> skin biscuits. Boring is what you were talking. Getting about. rid of vagina, girl. Oh, it's it's. You know, it's twelve o'clock. Fuck you. The show's over. Bye. There goes that. So I was I was just about to wrap it up, actually. Um, bye bye. Skin, what else you got, brother? Because I'm going to wrap it up here. No, no. No bye bye, you douche. Um, extra hours. I mean, <laughs> come on. Overtime, right? What? Are you paying me for these extra hours? Come on now. Uh, yeah, well, uh, he, he he won yeah, the, the grand I'm prize to, tonight. He's like I'm the dude who comes in at like. <laughs> you're about there early. 55 to order when we shut down at 2. You come in to order a fucking steak that's, you know, well done at 155. No, no, you, no. you, just don't, you don't understand what's going on here. Uh, so actually, Spicoli, if you want to take the show over, yeah, know. that could be an additional show if anybody wants yeah. to run one. Yeah, I don't. Um, <laughs> he's like, no, I, I don't want to. Yeah, do my board, I can't take the the caller feed without. Yeah, he's not all hooked up yet, remember? He's, he's not. He's not mixed minus. Yeah, no mixed minus. The Dave, the, you do not have Dave authorization. What's that skin? Yeah, Dave, I'm gonna get at oh, you too no. about that. Shut up, Spicoli. Oh. What's that skin? What happened? Understand. Wait, wait a minute. You know what? What's your real name? Is it Josh? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. No, uh, Sean will tell me because I, I hate, I hate skin. It's just like I don't like people call me hey four toed, but I, I don't mind it. But... You're a dickhead. Oh, you created your own fucking logo. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did, I did. I good call, Steve. I, I rolled with it. I did, but uh, after a while, you, kinda... you embodied the whole character. You, you you tried to become something that you're not. I know, well, I know. You your nine toes, but it's very, very no, true. no. I have four toes on one foot. No, yes. No, yes? That's, uh, what the fuck, yeah. Gloria? That's really useless. What? Yes, no. I'm just saying, yes. What? That's her, that's her current line. She turned the video, she turned the video off, and I don't know where Tommy is, so. I did, I did it. You didn't do shit. Somebody Oops, shut that dog up. What? <laughs> shut that dog up! Shut that dog up! Oh, you should play it. Can you play, the, can you play American? No. I don't have it on my computer. How the fuck do you don't have it? The cat! What the hell? <laughs> fuck that cat. Cat's crazy. Skin. You All right. So if cat. I if I download it, don't it, be wait. scared. Don't, don't be scared. scared and confused. Ow. I'm always both. Dude, did I just get which a? Com- did which I com- just get a? Which glimpse com- of the B.I.C.'s voice? 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Her and Ben are going at it in the corner. Of the... She is getting abused. Knock knock. Who there? Who? 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 Oh God. <laughs> what are you, an owl? Open the door. Oh God. <laughs> what did your What did your daughter tell you that like three years ago? Hey, Sean, I need to cut like some today. lines. Possibly. Got some uh, audio. Uh, I'm gonna you make. Send it uh, to a different school then. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, let me, let me wrap this up here and we can chat for a second afterwards. So everybody sit tight. Skin, you can hang if you want to talk for a couple minutes, but, uh, we're gonna wrap up the show here. I appreciate, um, again, Adam Armstrong, Rebel Inc. Uh, much love to him and much love to what they're doing. So, you know, if you I hope reach he, out and find them, I hope it comes down. I hope they come down. I hope they come to Ocala. I'll, I'll spend half my paycheck. <laughs> If my check going up there to see this. Dave's going to blow them backstage. I, I, I probably, I'm yeah. almost close to it. I swear to God. It, oh, it's God. An Please don't admit that again. It, it's an irrational thing, but. So much love and much thanks to Adam Armstrong from Rebel Inc. RebelInkMusic.com. Uh, check them out. You can find them anywhere on uh, Twitter, Facebook, but just start at their website and they'll get you to them. Yeah, there's, and, free, there's free music on Rebel Inc. Music, too. Yeah, and uh, again, we'll, we've got some CDs left. We'll hold them for next week. We got bumper stickers, uh, so uh, we'll we'll get them out to you guys. And uh, of course, uh, Nikki Allen Poe, N.A. Poe. Um, what's the name of their website? Uh, the uh, the uh, something hour. Uh, the unfunniest comedian ever. Oh, stop! <laughs> he wasn't on here oh. as a comedian. He yeah, he was on here as an activist. <laughs> The 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 the, the, the power hour. The, the power the, hour. No, no, the panic hour. Panic hour. Panic yeah, hour. You should, you should probably panic write hour. that shit down. Yeah, I should. <laughs> well, I was writing notes. I got my notes here. I know you write. I watched you write notes, but we don't. We we had to fucking dick around for the panic hour. Anyway, panichour dot com. You can find him there and go to all his various other uh, connective stuff. And uh, he, you know, he's just another. He's just another do- dude that's passionate about what's going on. You yeah. Know? He's putting it out in his in his way, and I, I I totally concur that he is sucking the system. He's not paying taxes. Oh, he's taking geez. money right, out of it. Right, uh, yeah, you got to shut it off because 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 Skin is gonna try to rail me now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Skin man, much love, brother. Um, I got your address from the bumper stickers and the other CD, so I'll get those out to you. You have the one you don't have, and uh, you can share the other one to somebody else. Or uh, or a lot, man, thanks for taking my call, you guys. Love it, love the show. I'm um, I'm here listening whether I interact or not. So we know and you know what, the, dude. Do, do you, I love hearing the BIT back on the radio. Do, do you realize, Sean, that he was actually listening to us on the Bob Tuscan show, uh, show too? Yeah, I saw his tweets. Yeah. yeah well, would oh, before you go, Skin, what'd you think of that? How'd that go over? That was great. I loved. It was really awesome. Like it was great to hear you guys. Like I think it takes a little more to be so uh, like opinionated with your advice and opinions and your thoughts and not just continually throw out like uh oh you know fuck this fuck that blah 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 and when you're on that radio it comes across a lot better it really did it came across really well like you guys just talking interacting and i'm sorry bob tuscan <laughs> Once we started talking about Bob Marley, that dude was fake. I don't know. I don't know what he was doing. Actually, I can confer right, right. almost a positivity that other than not being there to know for sure, but I, I'm pretty sure he wasn't. Well, we we, we just, talked about it off air, him right. and I, about weed and alcohol, and he doesn't really do yeah. anything. Yeah, he's he's got a newborn kid. He's got a you know eight month old kid, and he's doing the right thing as a parent. 
Are you going to participate in the uh, month-long sober challenge that Raz Radio people are going to participate in? I don't know if I'm going to even participate in it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try. What is it? The month-long what? Sobriety. Sober challenge. Yeah, it has to be. No, 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 no. (laughs) It has to be. I'll go ahead and sign my check as first loser. (laughs) I'm out. Click. Like, uh, win anything. All right, if you're going to sign out quick like that, uh, I need $10,000, and you're good to be clear. (laughs) <laughs> this has to, this has to be if we're gonna do anything it's gonna have to be it has to be after mid March, because yeah <laughs> we got too much days. going on yeah it's just like an alcohol no I can quit smoking crack but as long as no, 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 next, no, no, no. it's next week no, 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 no it's no. next month no 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 <laughs> somebody's coming to visit me and coming down here and we're gonna have this it's probably gonna be an insane blowout uh because insane blowjob what an insane blow blowout yeah. anyway so I'll wait till after then to make the commitment the uh what what. Wait, wait, wait. Raz Radio Challenge. Dave's getting an insane blowout. You should come. Dude, dude, come down here. I'll give you the dates. Come down. We'll fucking hang out. Do the show with us. It's going to be in March sometime. Middle of March. Just like a a Raz Fest type thing? No, no, no. Not even a Raz Fest. No, no, no. It's like a Amber's coming down. Yeah, it's Amber's coming into the town. So Amber will probably, you know, if if I talk to her first. Uh, probably do drunk and disorderly, de- drunk and disorderly here at Sean's place. We'll go visit Salty uh, Saturday and then come back and do our show Saturday night. And it's all of it's going to be incoherent, <laughs> as usual. Anyway, all right, I'm going to wrap this up, guys. Spicoli, uh, Skin Biscuit. We'll talk to you about that soon. Um, thanks for calling in, man. Thanks for listening. I appreciate everything you do. You're always there. So love you, bro. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Later, man. Good night. Good night. I'll make sure she knows you said that. So there goes Skin. All right, Spicoli. Any last thoughts? Lexi, you're uh, you're being uh, swooned by somebody on the radio, too. No, seriously. You got got somebody swooning you there, and there's somebody on the radio. shut up for a second. (laughs) What was that, Spicoli? Pink, pink lemonade around the corner fudge is made, you know. Right. <laughs> Very good. Thanks for sharing that with us, man. I appreciate you joining us in the third hour again tonight. And I can't wait to hear that rest of that setup. Already better where you're at, trust me. Yeah, I know. And I appreciate that. Uh, I like the uh, chance to be able to do what I can do on the radio station. And uh, just need to add some quality uh, equipment to make sure the broadcast is good. Yep. Most important, it's the sound. Content is second. The sound is first. And I really will tell you that. All right, guys, I, I uh, thank you for joining the first 52 tonight on RazRadioLive.com. It's been a been a, a different and interesting evening, that's yeah. to say the least. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> Shit's about to get fucking ugly. Yep. All right, guys, good night. Be safe. Think about what's going on. And don't be afraid to question when people tell you not to. Guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced, to love or to hate, I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused, just trying to get through in this world, always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes, but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. But I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. But I'm risking it all with 
no time to waste Fuck this rat race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided through the beautiful The silent with the light show From a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the unknown Please don't go And I don't know how I got here Or how I'm getting home But right from day one I've been in this alone With arms stacked against I've been drowning in stress They said can you take more I said give me an old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back. Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death. This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life. Now it's time to connect. It's an SOS, the death's been sent. So now we just wait and hope for the best. With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful The silent with the light show From a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity
them lip sync that show. Who's got the answer? We turn them into lipstick hoes. Now who you after? Searching with your good eye closed. Now who you after? Searching with your good eyes closed. Who's your master? Break the sound. I'm so cold. You wanna hate me? Good. I wanna hate you too. You wanna break me? Good. I wanna break you too. The word you choose to groove are disgusting And who's got my back now that this world's corrupted? Who's got my back now that this world's corrupted? If violence breeds me, then I'm the hate machine And this is what you get when you steal my dreams You made me, so come on, try and break me Why would you hate me? Why would you hate me? You've already touched me once. You touched him. Now you liar. Let me tell you something. They murdered that little dog. It's like they murdered.